Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, where you just draft your team and Underdog handles the rest. And you can win big cash prizes. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app and sign up with code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers. Dan Hicken. You know it! Jeff Proctor. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. E.T. is in the booth. <laughs> rise and shine. Coogan's go time on a hump day. It's Wednesday. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Like family, Beatrice is there. Welcome to you as we get up and going. Listen, I, I like a burst of cold weather in the wintertime, right? Just gives a little little dose of seasoning, I guess, of the seasons that um, we're lucky to, for the most part, avoid. But I, I'm not going to lie. It feels nice and warm out there today, doesn't it? You, you feel me, E.T.? I love that, man. Yeah, I mean, we all want to on, put on that ski cap every now and then, right? Bundle up just a little, put a fire in the fireplace. Ah, I'm not going to lie. It feels nice and tropical out there this morning. Feel like Florida. Yeah, it does. And uh, we'll treat it like Florida as we move along through uh, this hump day morning. That means Get Smart John coming up in a little bit over an hour. We'll have a little bit of fun there. And uh, all other Wednesday faves. I believe we have the power hour today. Again, it's like a running gag. Isn't it? It's like the bit. It's like, it's like a thread of the program where every Wednesday about 6.05, I say, yeah, I should have checked last night if we've got power hour. Huh? So we'll see if uh, Daniel Murphy is there and available. The Baseball Hall of Fame has put some of his contemporaries in. It'd be interesting to get Daniel Murphy's uh, opinion on three dudes who went into the Hall of Fame yesterday. I'm not a big fan. We'll get to that later. That's not where I want to start today. We can rant and rave with the best of them. By we, I mean I. I'd like to think a rant is a big rant over a big deal. I try not to, or I'm... It, at least I, I try and survey before I decide if something is a big deal or not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when the Jags blow the home stretch, it's an easy rant on Monday. It's a big deal. It deserves a big rant. Sometimes when you get into the course of opinion, eh, one man's big deal is somebody else's what? So I, I've let this... Simmer a little bit as the season has ended now. How many days ago did the Jacks play their last game? What were we on? Uh, the 8th of January? Was that the, well, that would have been a month. The 7th? Was the 7th of January? It was, right? Because we played the Panthers here uh, at home on New Year's Eve. So we would have played the next Sunday at Tennessee and, and lost and tanked to the entire season. Ball game over. So that's January 7th, right? Today is January 24th. Okay, that's 17 long, excruciating days since the season ended. I understand uh, decompressing and regrouping. I understand getting the locker rooms cleaned out and cleaned up. I get dotting the I's and crossing the T's and the advanced film work process of archiving what in the heck just happened. There's a grace period there for emotions to cool, for the future to start being pondered. But now after 17 days, the silence is deafening. 
the general manager in the National Football League, at least here in Jacksonville, I can't speak to every city. I, I know I've seen other GMs meeting the media. I've seen their comments, at least, as the season ends all over the league. Pretty SOP for a general manager to give a state of the union, so to speak, after the season ends. It's something that Trent Balky has done here the last few years. We, you know, last year it was like the Thursday after the loss to the Chiefs. There's the season-ending press conference. It's 17 days, and the Jaguars general manager can't grace us with a comment? I mean, it doesn't have to be firing squad. I, can, can we not get a what, what, what the hay from the top of the chain? You know what I'm saying? Listen, a lot of we've never demanded as a fan base or as a local media that Shad Khan offer his opinions at the end of, of every year. But truth be known, that'd be kind of nice too. Pete Prisco was on Jags Today yesterday. Um, it, Petey wasn't having none of it, was he? Pete wasn't playing. I've been, uh, uh, I count Pete Prisco as a friend. I have known Pete uh, E.T. for as long as you've been alive. I'm sure. Yeah. Y'all owe his in the game We played, we, I mean, back to the days of 20-year-olds playing pickup hoops. That's how long I've known Pete Prisco. Pete used to hoop? Oh, Pete Pete would tell you what a great hooper he is. <laughs> of course. Yeah. We would call y'all the yeah. OGs. Yeah. Well, anywho, I've known Pete for a long time, right? And Pete is, is, is not afraid to give his opinion. He's close enough tied to the Jags, yet further enough removed as work, uh, in working for CBS Sports. That he'll let it fire sometimes. Yesterday on Jags today, my man Pete let it fire. I would have fired him. I would. He would not be my general manager. I and and I would have made a change. I, I'm not going to hold back from that. I don't think he should be the guy leading that team anymore. And until they fix that, they're going to have problems. Well, that's just kind of the beginning of a long conversation that that Pete had. Some really interesting comments from a guy tied in league. Uh, wide, Pete asked a, look, a relevant question at this point, a question that most of you out there are asking, and that is, what's the deal, man? I don't understand the power the guy wields in that organization. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't understand the allegiance to him. If you look at that roster up and down, not a great roster. And not a lot of great decisions. And so, if you want to, if you want to blame somebody for that, you know, team collapsing last year, blame Trent Baalke. I mean, you can blame some of the coaches too. Don't get me wrong, but I think the roster lacks uh, star players, and I think ultimately it's hurting the quarterback in a big way. So there are just some of the comments you're going to hear more this hour. We'll come back uh, on the other side, uh, segment number two. There's some. You know, it's it's nice to hear a national voice ask these questions forcefully. You know, we can hear as just the local day-to-day drip of opinion and information about the Jaguars. I, I don't know if it comes across as seriously downtown, you know, to the organization as the growing perception and ensuing reality of... An implication that the head is in the sand down there 
as to the quickest path to the Super Bowl for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We just wasted a developmental year. The football team was wasted for a year. Need to do something about that. Not talk about doing something, not think about thinking about doing something about it, not deciding whether or not to think about doing something about it, maybe down the road. You need to do something about it. One more year of the rookie salary uh, uh, for the quarterback, a guy who was on the rise a year ago uh, at the very best description didn't get better. Whether How much you want to get there across the board, the decisions made last year and the personnel to keep and that to let go were miserable decisions. It doesn't take a 40-year football man to see those swings and misses. It doesn't. Don't you look down our nose. Don't you look down your nose at, at Guggen Nation. They can work a 40-hour job, watch that on Sunday, week after week after week, and see, golly, who made those decisions? It's very true. And they like to dress it up with fancy terminology like it's rocket bleeping science. But the old saying is true. I ain't got to be a gourmet chef to know what good restaurant food is. All right. I didn't need to play four years at Saginaw Valley State. Spent six years in lower rungs of scouting for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Work my way up through... Uh, patience and hard work into being a GM to recognize some of the huge mistakes being made around here in building a team, the Jacksonville Jaguars, that can get to the Super Bowl as quickly as possible. That's the idea. That's the end game. And for answers to any of these questions, for suppositions about Trent Balky, his relationships, his entrenchment with the Jags, instead of hearing from, I don't know, Trent Balky, Shad Khan, or the Jaguars, we'll just let you hear from Pete Prisco. It's not a real sunny view of the franchise downtown on the banks of the St. John's River. It's really not. But this is what happens when silence becomes deafening. How about some answers, man? Get a rabid fan base here. Bitterly disappointed. All we've gotten are some cliches from, you know, season-ending coaches zooms. And we've got a game within a game here, too, E.T. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're damn right. There's a billion-dollar proposal for your citizenry on the table. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe a little back and forth here. <laughs> right? You know? I'm a thousand percent entrenched on Jags. I'll die on that wall. The Jags, you do whatever it takes, whatever you need to do, whatever concession needs to be made. You keep that football team downtown. I respect your right to disagree with that, but that's where I am. That being said, I got to work the room. We should hear from the general manager. He should answer some tough questions. That's a fact. Well, uh, what are we, behind some iron curtain in 1920s Eastern Bloc Europe? What are we doing? The silence is deafening. 17 days and counting. The general manager has an answer to peep for what we just saw, for what we just experienced, for what many of us just paid a lot of money to be a part of. 
you know, not Trevor Lawrence contract money, not extension money, not salary cap money. Oh, no, it's just our little dollars and cents. But nonetheless, perhaps the guy ultimately at the end of the day trickles up in the NFL, the ultimate guy in charge, never mind shot on the football side. Maybe his opinion on what just happened is perhaps mandatory at this point. Pete continues giving his. I'll let you hear more of that on the other side. Uh, It's early. It typically isn't a feature that would show up at 6.15 in the opening monologue. I like to call it a monologue. It makes the show sound fancy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This first segment is the monologue. Dress it up. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and bust out today's pest of the day. Ooh. If you've missed the pest of the day, you six o'clockers, I know know how y'all work. You're out and about. You're on your job site. You're headed to and fro. You you keep it right there on 92.5. I know you do. I feel you. The wheels of commerce. But uh, we've aligned ourselves with Mission Pest Solutions. The Prosser family household has a job well done every time. Mission accomplished with Mission Pest Solutions. They will blow your mind. Communication and response. They'll handle all your pest, termite, mosquito needs. In fact, mention 1010XL when you call 944-PEST. And you're going to get 25% off your initial protection service boom yeah veteran locally owned operated 944 pest you'll speak directly with the owners it's mission pest solutions and this i won't sound as emotional about but even at this early date on the calendar january 24th a lot of year in front of us i don't know if i'll feel more strongly in my pesthood than today's subjects, with an S, of the pest of the day. Ooh, plural. I, and we'll get into it. We, 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 there, there are so many wormholes you could go down with this to the just the, the it's damn near embarrassing what this has become based on the pests collective entitled holier than thou at sometimes irrational group of people the pest of the day are the baseball writers of america who every year sit on their high horse and tell all of us baseball fans who hall of famers are or were they're a disgust you know what they are they're the baseball umpires of the media make it about them They've got no rhyme or reason. It's like they didn't watch the same games that we all grew up watching. I can pick Atlanta Braves to make my arguments. I, that, that's fine. I just so happen to have two that have really, really, really good arguments, and one of them still to this day. They just put a man in the Hall of Fame, Todd Helton, who I put. I, I think, I don't want to, maybe five. I want to say three all-star teams. One of the dudes, maybe it was Maurer. No, it was more than that. I don't know. But I, I got Helton going into the Hall of Fame, Todd Helton. Todd Helton's a Hall of Famer, guys, from the Colorado Rockies. He's got a nice career average, silver 300. That's great. Even playing all 17 years, most of it in Colorado. He doesn't have Andrew Jones home run numbers. Five-time all-star. Five-time all-star. I got Dale Murphy. He's a two-time MVP, and he's not in the Hall of Fame. Other dude did in more all-star games than that. Make it make sense, man. Make it make sense that a dude can have more all-star appearances and be a two-time MVP and not be in the Hall. It's these baseball writers. 
these smug, condescending, know-it-all, half of them carry a grind into the process. They, They carry an axe, an axe to grind with players or organizations or whatnot. I mean, great for Todd Helton, great for Joe Maurer. I mean, I, I'm just telling you, as a fan of the National League, watching the Rockies, I've known Todd Helton since he was starting a quarterback over Peyton Manning at Tennessee. Todd Helton never, ever, ever, you never went to an at-bat in a big game, a moment, and go, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Here comes Todd Helton. Come on, man. How many gold gloves does Helton have? He's got five All-Stars, you said? Three gold gloves, five Three go- All-Stars. Okay. My guy, and how many home runs? 450-something? Uh, Three-something? 369. 369. <laughs> Keep those numbers up there for me in just a second. This past of the day is going to get better and better. <laughs> you, got his, you got his numbers there, right? I got him. Yeah. Let me tell you. I don't know what it is with the computers here. There's some dudes that work here at times that are so blind. They blow these computer screens up to like plus 200. You can't. I mean, for the love of Pete, bro. All right, let's just do it. Just, I mean, again, I just, I, I'm, I'm going to use a brave because he's next in line. He came up just short. In this case, I'm going to use Andrew Jones. Never mind Dale Murphy. They've already proven to me that they just hate a good old All-American good guy, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. There's no world where Dale Murphy shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Like the entire National League in home runs and RBIs, he and Mike Schmidt in the decade of the 80s. A back-to-back MVP. Not all, it's just insanity. But anyway, let's go to Andrew Jones. How many home runs you got? 369. Yeah, Andrew Jones has 434 home runs. How many All-Star games? Five. Andrew Jones has five. How many gold gloves? Gold gloves, three. Yeah, Andrew Jones has 10. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Andrew Jones won the gold glove. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten years in a row, he won the gold glove. Hey. Six years in a row, he had the most runs saved defensively of any position of any player in baseball. He had 434 home runs in an 11-year stretch when he was with the Braves. He was as good, really, and as diverse as any outfielder in the game. But Todd Helton, Todd Helton, how many Rockies are going to put in, by the way? Who's next? Ellis Burks? I mean, Larry Walker's already in the hall. Now you're putting Todd Helton in the hall. Memo to play. Want to get in the hall? Just go play in Colorado. Where science, research, and stats show you how inflated the numbers are. This isn't about Todd Helton. He's not the best. He had a fantastic... MLB career, I'm not sure if I don't think he is a Hall of Famer. I don't know, but I damn sure know this. At no time ever was Todd Helton a bigger weapon or a more valuable player or more Hall of Fame worthy than Andrew Jones. Period. Defense matters. Ozzie Smith is in the Hall of Fame because he played defense. If he was an average player, he he wouldn't even have the career he had. It matters, especially center field defense. Pest of the day, and they're going to hold the spot in my on my hateometer, my sports hateometer, little H. They're going to hold this spot for a while, man. I feel really passionate about the process of Hall of Fame voting. 
and again, we could go deeper. We could look at some of these ballots and what these guys who are in charge and trusted with identifying and putting in place a Hall of Fame, you should see some of the ballots and what they do. You should see. It's gross. All right, more from uh, Pete Prisco, who describes uh, Trent Balky's performance and lingering presence with the Jaguars, quite frankly, is gross. Strong words from uh, Pete yesterday on the Jaguars Today. I'll share some more of those with you when we come back on the other side. We are getting ready for Championship Sunday. Are we going to just have chalk? Is it going to be 1v1? That's who's favored. Maybe. That's what that Super Bowl, that old conspiracy theory about the Super Bowl logo. Remember that one? Uh Uh-huh. They've gone back, you know, and they've checked. There's certain years. I don't think it's happened every year, has it? It's not every year that the Super Bowl logo matches the color of the team. No, not every year. But they pointed out, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl logo, which they put out in, like, October or even earlier, maybe has the colors of the teams that end up playing in the Super Bowl. And this year, it's it's like gold and red and purple and black. Hmm. Hmm. All right, we'll be back with more on the other side. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. We're humping it. Hump day, stump day here on the drill. With Smart John. Less than an hour away. I don't want to say anything, but we threw a perfect game last week. Just saying, those are Hall of Fame credentials. Yeah, a lot of agreement out there with these Hall of Fame voters. The process, it's just turned goofy. It's just turned goofy. Uh, The amount of people that are like, wow, Dale Murphy's not in the Hall of Fame? You're not even a Braves fan. That just makes you go, what are you talking about? He's a back-to-back MVP, dominated the 80s. Dominated sport for a decade. Andrew Jones did that in Atlanta. Dominated. Had a 51 home run year. Uh, I don't get it. Anyway. Um, we've spent enough time on that for sure. I wonder if, like, I got a show of hands right now from the six o'clockers out and about this morning. How many people would raise their hand if I ask, "Are you a tennis fan?" Like, I even I'll take it a step further. Raise your hand if you watch more than three hours of tennis a year. E, your hand's still down. Still down. Yeah. I'm on the other side. I grew up a tennis in a golden era of tennis. E. Martina Navratilova and Chrissy Everett were going at it, an incredible uh, individual rivalry. And then after that came Steffi Groff and it just uh, the, probably the golden era of women's tennis. And meanwhile, on the guy's side, I grew up with McEnroe playing Borg, you know, and Connors and, 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 you know, Edberg and Vlander and Lindell and Becker and, and just down the line, then into Sampras and the, but but as I was growing up as like an early teenager, right? My 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 parents got and tennis was also very popular in the country. You know, pickleball is popular now. Uh-huh. There was a time in the country back in the seventies, especially the eighties, people played a lot more tennis than they did now. If you drove by tennis facilities during the day, they'd be packed with people Ooh, playing man. tennis. Yeah. So I can still find myself. Point being, I can still find myself in the majors if they can hook me. You know, I'll I'll watch. Eight or ten hours of tennis per major. I'm not going to tell you I watch it start to finish. Well, there's one of those hook me matches that's going on right now. That's why I bring it up. But but the uh, uh, Zverev and Alcaraz, you know, are playing in the Aussie Open right now. I believe it's to go to the semifinals. Zverev is uh, right now pulling an upset. It's very early. First set four one. Is that live right now? Yeah, it's live right okay. now. Uh, over in Australia, I believe. I what were they? Sixteen hours, I think. So it's probably like uh, ten o'clock at night. 
Um, Coco Golf has hooked me into the women's side mm-hmm. where I'm aware of, oh, they're into the semis. Oh, she's still winning. So Coco Golf will be on my radar when she plays tomorrow or tonight, overnight, you know. Man, when I tell you these boys watch sports. Yeah, we some do, man. Some people watch sports. We do. Some people watch sports. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, guilty as charged. I, I watched FSU basketball last night against the Syracuse. Um, it was a really tight game, and, and they exploded down the stretch. FSU looks like a completely different team than the one I saw in Gainesville in November. Yeah. I mean, they just got blown out of the gym by Florida. Knowles stay hot. They get a, like a 16, 18-point win at Syracuse. And, you know, they, they lost their last game out after the win streak, but, you know, here they go. Get, you get a road win in conference, especially in those basketball playing conference. You don't just waltz into the Carrier Dome and win. I don't care what the state of Syracuse uh, is, and the state of Syracuse is this. They beat Miami over the weekend. I did see that. So, to your point, yeah. Tennis now. ACC Network, FSU, Syracuse hoops. That's what I find. The big basketball story yesterday is, you know what I call this, E? I'm getting to the point here. I don't know who Milwaukee thinks they are, but I'd like to just send a message to the Milwaukee Bucks, their ownership, to Giannis. Okay, y'all ain't Jordan in the Bulls or Magic in the Lakers or Bird in the Celtics. You're not George Steinbrenner in the New York Yankees, okay? Maybe don't show the organizational arrogance that you've shown in the last six months. Organizational arrogance. You had a title-winning coach yep. in Mike Budenholzer who did an unbelievable job in Atlanta. Went to Milwaukee, brought you a title, and at the first sign of not winning the crown every year, you canned him. You bring in Adrian Griffin, apparently without really doing any kind of recon. But nonetheless, you've given a guy a chance, first-year coach. All he's done is go 30-13. and Is it perfect? No. But apparently not going to be allowed to fine-tune his strategies, his direction. And so the Milwaukee Bucks yesterday fired Adrian Griffin halfway through the season, 30 and 13 at this point. And so the Greek freak is actually the Greek dictator, isn't he? Yep. This is all Giannis. He just throwing them out willy-nilly to and fro. But what won't happen when the Bucks fall short at the end of this year, and they will, they, they won't be firing Giannis or Dame Time or Probably Chris Middleton, for that matter. But, yeah, the Bucs make a move. Straight second-best record in the East. They play no defense, but that's kind of par for the league right now, you know? All right, what's not par for the league? Quite frankly, in any grading, in any analysis, now with some time to reflect on decisions made, what's not par for the course is Trent Balky's guiding of this organization. Oh, Pete Prisco added this in yesterday. The fact that Trent Baalke is sitting there, you know, and you know he's chirping about it because that's what he does. He's chirping about that offense. He's chirping about uh, who he shouldn't hire as a defensive coordinator. That's too much power for him, for what he's done. Worry about your own stuff. That's what he should be worrying about. And now you got a rift between head coach and, and, and general manager because the general manager doesn't think the coach is making his players better, and the coach probably doesn't think the players are good enough. Pete on Jags today also asked about Chatter. He's heard league-wide as a you know national columnist and, and reporter for, for CBS Sports what he's heard about Trent Baalke's future here. 
Oh no, it was out there, and it was, uh, and, and it wasn't step back. It was retire, um, and and that was out there. It was mentioned. It was a possibility. It was even mentioned by people that you know inside the organization. So uh, you know, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's still a possibility, but it, it was definitely something that was talked about. Now, it also could be something that was talked about because maybe they were considering a change and in that kind of scenario, if you're Trent Balky, you're gonna you're gonna say you're retiring to make it look like you're not being let go. So uh, I don't know the exact specifics of it, but it was definitely mentioned. Again, this becomes more of a talker because there it, it now gives the impression of hiding from the fans and the media. It's been seventeen days since the season ended and the GM hadn't held a press conference. The state of the union on what the heck just happened. It's fair. It's not being, it's not demanding accountability and talk. That's something that's pretty SOP, I think, around the league. Certainly has been around here. And the season ended on January 7th. It's the 24th, and the GM had held a press conference. I mean, what do you think people are going to be saying? You heard Pete say in one of his earlier comments that he feels Trevor suffered for it. Pete, like the rest of us, knows it was a disappointing year for, for Trevor Lawrence. Pete, like many of us, expected. Big, big things in 2023. I think he's a better quarterback than the way he played. He should be, uh, you know, one of those driving the ball down the field, hitting those big shots, taking that arm and whipping it around quarterback, and he wasn't that guy. So I think they're disappointing. I thought he would be the MVP this season. I thought he would have an unreal year. I thought the offense would be one of those, you know, move the – move the scoreboard on a regular basis offenses, and they were far from it. So the only way I can really grade that team and him uh, offensively is disappointing. Well, and Pete pointed out some stuff that's now league-wide. This is what the country thinks of our Jaguars. They're not a tough team. They're not a physical team. They get pushed around. They've got major issues on the offensive line. And then there are personnel decisions that are going to have to be made. By the way, your boy Cooper DeJean, uh, Pete said yesterday, He'd go cover corner in round one. Doesn't make him right, but that would make you happy. Shout out, cool. Plus, you got to root for the guy that Hicken's going to buy you a free jersey. Yeah, I want right? that. Whoever that is. I need right? that. Sure. Um, but you got to decide what you're going to do with uh, Cam Robinson. You know, tough decision. Do you save Cap? Do you go with the young tackles? You know, I, I don't know where you're going to use that money otherwise. He also offered his opinion on Calvin Ridley. Um. And here is his take from somewhat afar on that one. It sounds like Ridley wants to stay, but Ridley didn't. I mean, he'd be the first one to tell you he didn't know the offense last year. He, he was in the wrong. You guys saw it. He was in the wrong place a lot of the times. And I think he got more comfortable as the season moved along. Does he want to go somewhere else and learn a new offense? He said that at the end of the season. But again, money talks. And so we'll see how they played out. But I think Allen should be priority number one, obviously. All right. We'll come back with a football fix. That's just Pete Prisco on much of that was just about. You know, Trent Balky, the rumblings that he has heard, the, the, the doubling down from at least one platform that he'd fire Balky. It wouldn't be his guy. He's got too much power. Why does he have as much power as he have? And 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 now the question for us is, you know, why do we not hear from the guy who runs the football operations, an operation that completely lost its wheels coming around turn four? This is the drill to Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday news and notes from around the National Football League. I got a disturbing stat for you if you are a Lions fan. Uh, it is also a eye-opening stat if you play daily fantasy sports, whether it's you know any of the ones we talk about around here, whether it's prize picks and some individual props, whether it's fantasy football or otherwise. I have a stat 
involving the 49ers-Lions game. Thanks to the uh, Texan Design by Lifetime Enclosures, you do not want to miss when we come back on the other side. I mean, there aren't many stats that make me go, really? Wow. This is a, really? Wow. Next on the Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday. Uh, do you know who the Brandon Bean is, E.T.? No, nah, don't ring a bell. Brandon Bean spoke with the media for just over an hour yesterday. He's the GM of the Buffalo Bills. When did they play? Oh, when Sunday they night. Play? They played Sunday night, yeah. Oh, yeah, me- yeah, yeah. At the media Tuesday. Did, was the Bills season any less painful than the Jaguars was? No. Uh-huh. Oh, hmm. Brandon Bean, apparently his head isn't stuck in the snow somewhere. Refusing to address a myriad of issues. Confronting whatever those may be for his football team. Here in Jacksonville, silence. Deafening. Just saying. Bills lost Sunday. GM Tuesday. 63 minutes Q&A with the media. Over an hour from one Bills drive. In depth. Thought about his season. What's next for the defending AFC East champions? Four-time, uh, four-time defending champs, by the way. Yeah, he 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 got up. He addressed his fan base. Told his fan base what they could expect. Hmm. Not here. All quiet on the Western Front. All right, here's the stat, man. All right, I in in fact, Shazam. This is it. This is the Shazam spotlight. It is right here on this stat. And at the end of this stat, I'll ask what would seem like a relevant question. All right, here it is. The Lions play at the Niners this Sunday. It'll be the 630 game for the NFC Championship to go to the Super Bowl. Can the Lions make the Super Bowl? This stat would say, uh, no. You ready for this stat? Number one, I got other stats after this one. Number one receivers against the Lions defense the last five games. Mike Evans, eight catches, 147 yards, a touchdown. Puka Nakua the week before, nine catches, 181 yards, and a touchdown. Season ender against Minnesota, Justin Jefferson, 12 catches, 192 yards, touchdown. The week before against Dallas, C.D. Lamb, 13 catches, 227 yards, and a touchdown. And the week before that, it was Justin Jefferson again, 6 catches, 141 yards, and a touchdown. Number one receivers against the Lions D the last five games have gone for 147, 181, 192, 227, 141. The boy's been cooking on the Lions. Since week 10, barely over the halfway point, the Lions defense in expectation per play is ranked number 27 in the league. Only the Cardinals, Commanders, Eagles, Seahawks, and Bengals are worse. Against those four teams since week 10, the Niners have put up 45, 42, 31, 28, and 27 points against those teams 
that lit up the Lions. No, and this is kind of the head scratcher. And Aaron Glenn's getting all this love for head coach everywhere. Over there getting barbecued. Defense getting flame broiled, baby. Yeah, you know what it says? Pound the Niners, man. Let's ride the Niners and scoring some points. So let's play the Debo and or Ayuk to go over whatever their total is. Let's play the 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 the, the Niners team total to go over and let's lay the points with the Niners. How, how's that sound for a little three step of degeneration right there? Right. There's a process for you. Fire up the band. We got a football fix brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in Mandarin and now Orange Park. Raiders have a new GM. He's former Chargers executive Tom Telesco. Telesco's done some good work. Among the guys Telesco has drafted, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, Justin Herbert, Kenneth Murray. Man, that one was hitting. Right? Also, he's been aggressive. Free agency, the trade market. He got Khalil Mack. So the Raiders will uh, turn there. And did they already name Antonio Pierce? This word seems to be it'll be Antonio yeah, Pierce. I it is it made it official yeah. already. Oh, by the way, I told you those digs numbers out, you know, the second half of the year, twice as many targets as a guy like Shakir. And yet, fewer yards. Let a ball that would have changed the Bills' season go right through his hands. Fourth quarter of the Chiefs game. But remember that conversation I said that Brandon Bean was willing to have 60 minutes and more in front of his local media? Uh-huh. Bills GM says he still sees Diggs as their number one wide receiver, despite a dip not just in that stretch, but overall season numbers this year. Brian Johnson out as the Ingles offensive court. I see how Nick Sirianni works. It's everybody but him. That's what it feels like with him, right? I mean, he's done the D coordinator twice already. Now he gets rid of the offensive coordinator. This, he's, I don't know, man. I'm starting to wonder if that that going to last. Uh, Johnson, who you might remember, as one of Dan Mullen's assistants at the University of Florida, becomes just the latest ousted by Nick Sirianni. Um, they're setting, uh, they're setting, they're parting ways rather with defensive coordinator Sean Desai and play caller Matt Patricia. It's a complete overhaul for Sirianni, whose team was in the Super Bowl just a year ago, and Sirianni's the one who's come under scrutiny after the late season collapse. Hmm, what do you know? Eagles have a news conference scheduled for today, where General Manager Howie Roseman will meet the media. Here in Jacksonville, the silence is deafening. All right. Um, yeah. Todd Bowles is double and tripling down on not using a final timeout. There's no good way to explain this. They should have called the timeout. You can't go with, quote, the game was over. It wasn't over. They didn't use a final timeout. It's not a gentleman's agreement. They were in field goal range. We'd have had 12 seconds calculated after using the timeout to come back from it. Then we've been down 11, so it's kind of pointless. Yeah, if he makes the field goal, I don't know. Try and block it, for Pete's sake. Try something. They got to have a bad snap. Did you not watch the Chiefs in 13 seconds? I mean, come on, man. You don't just give up. I mean, they're going to take a knee, and you let them run it all the way down to 14. I, I just don't know, man. 
you gotta you gotta extend the game as long as you can if it's the last if listen this week 12 I, okay I feel you that's football fix you're welcome hit can arrive and more come your way next week I get smart John first half of uh, hour number two to beat Trost Plumbing Wednesday on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. You know it! Yes, question for you. Talk to me, Daniel. What day is it? <laughs> you know when you pull that air guitar out like that? Jeffrey get on them drums and yeah. them vocals, you know, it's hippity hop, tip, 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 hump day. Ah, it's good to be here. I love hump day. I love hump day when there's trivia. I love hump day when the Murphy Power Hour is in play. I love hump day when there's lots to talk about. I nailed it on the Murphy Power Hour. Thank you. Yeah. And that's all that I'm going to say about that. It's a good day for the Murphy Power Hour. These, these, the, the hijinks of these electorate, it's just, they've got to be exposed. we got to get rid of all of them. If you look at the ballots, some uh, of what these rid, guys are you doing. you got to get rid of everybody in every electorate, though. Okay. I mean, Todd Helton is not a Hall of Famer, dude. Uh, just don't get it. We'll hear from Murph. 316 yeah. career averages. That's so what? That matters. It 316. Doesn't. Well, it doesn't matter more than other stats matter. That's the point. Nobody remembers a 316 hitter from any individual season your whole life. Be, let's yeah. be honest. You remember yeah. 50 home run years. You remember, yeah. you know. Had a heck of a career. I mean, I, I it's funny because. I mean, this know. one I can go directly. I can just go directly. to. I, I got a guy who's got more home runs and back-to-back MVPs. We always do. We can do that for every one of them. Not for, yeah, but every Every single, every single, like. Billy, well, we're, we're, where's I mean, Billy Wagner? Why who's isn't next? He, Ellis Burks? I guess you play for the Rockies. They just put you in. Why isn't Billy Wagner in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, he'll no. get there. Now he's got one more year. He's so close. He's five votes short, and they can put in a bunch <laughs> of guys. Five votes short. I, mean, I don't. I can't cry for the relievers. But anyway, well, dude, they're a dime yeah. a dozen. Yeah, year you, to that's year, what you say. But yeah. I, I, year you to know. year, the whoever's the best reliever is is Hall of Fame level. You know, and if they if they last longer, I guess there's a value. Yeah. He's got like he's got like Mariano Rivera numbers. I get though. it, but you know what, Mario? He doesn't have Mario or Mariano Rivera titles. Tell yeah. me, Billy, any memory of Billy Wagner? Give me one. So is it memories now? Is that what we're looking for? Well, they matter. You okay. have to be re- re- no right, recognizable. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree with yeah, you. Yeah. I just, I, know, I just think it's a harder job than you. Than it's easy to sit there and say this. About, I don't know what analytics you use to put Todd Helton in the hall. He's just a good player. He's just a good player. He's a five-time All-Star, three gold gloves. Yeah. You know, it's just, I mean, Maurer at least has, like, no catchers won the batting titles like he did. He at least has some specialness to him. Todd Helton is just a guy who played 17. He didn't even you get got, the, You got a memory for Maurer? He didn't even get 400 homers playing in Colorado at first base. You got a memory for Maurer? <clears throat> I remember Maurer. Yeah, I remember him being a, a batting champion. Yeah. Uh, you know, I. Okay. I don't think anybody quibbles with Adrian Belcher, I, I, I by the way. I think Matt was right. an MVP, wasn't he? May have been. Yeah. 
You know, it's just it's. I know, it's like, like whatever. You, I listen, just, I just don't believe that. And I baseball's it. a passionate sport. It we is. all watch the same thing. And these guys looking over their specs, making their ballots, don't know any more about those guys than uh, I do. The, Instead, they use their personal well, do, biases. They, no, I, I disagree. They do know more because I I got to <clears> give them the 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 thought that at least they have studied up on these guys and know the numbers and can, you know, recite those, I would hope. If I guess. They, if they can't do that, then they shouldn't be voters. But just, anyway. There's just no rhyme or reason to it. I guess what really perturbs me is I take the time, and you do too. Mm-hmm. I look at some of these jackasses' mm-hmm. ballots. They don't make any sense. You shouldn't vote if some you're going to do that. Some don't. Like, Brandon Phillips got a vote. Or, just, what are we doing? You know, but then sometimes you do it. Sometimes you do that because you want to keep a guy eligible or... or so, I don't know. I, it's, if you it's, get one vote to stay eligible, well, you were never not, really eligible. You don't, you you don't stay eligible not if you him, get one. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? Like, I, like, listen, I love, love, love David Wright. He's my captain, but he's not a Hall of Famer. No. Had a great career, though. Yeah, very good but career. the Hall of Fame in baseball, it, to me, maybe can't because we follow the Jags now more, but those are sacred places. For sure. And, and when you enter that one room in Cooperstown, man, and there's 225 guys in there from more than 100 years of baseball, man, that is elite. I mean, we got a Hall of Fame with Todd Helton in it and Manny Ramirez. One of the things you have to understand, too, is that there's new baseball, too. And new baseball, and Murph can, will tell us more about that, I suspect, but he understands it better than I do. I don't know if you 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 tend to follow it a little bit more, but the, it's it's kind of like <clears throat> running backs and receivers <clears throat> in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Numbers are changing, and we're looking at different numbers now. I guess. And, and and absorbing them. There's never been a period though, Major League. Like I said, there's never been a period if, as an opponent where a guy a three sixteen guy so did anything. Three sixteen is a power hitter. Is, yeah, he's not really a power good. hitter. He has well, less than four hundred home runs playing first base when, in an era where those guys were mashing at that well, position. Listen, and he played in Colorado. And and and, and you know, and the Sheffield's a great debate, debatable one as the well. The problem with those guys is that now you add you add the, the, the steroid the, issue into these voters who just but the the, the willy the, nilly the lid is off. We we put steroid guys in. I don't again talk to these guys. They're terrible. So <laughs> if, if 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 you're gonna put Sheffield in. And Bonds, and, if you're going to put Pudge in, whoever, Ortiz, again, all Piazza. What, but the question becomes, if once the door opens, then Bonds and Clemens go through Well, the door. and why aren't they? Right. That's a valid question because you have, you have nose-in-the-air voters who think their poop don't stink and they're better <sighs> than you and they keep guys out because <laughs> of their own personal biases and opinions and relations. I, I would hope not, but... What's happening? Perhaps you maybe. I don't know how you can put a likable steroid guy yeah. in and keep the best player in the history of the game perhaps out. I mean, steroids are... St- and one, by the way, in Bond's case, never even admitted it. The admitted ones do get in. It doesn't make any sense, bro. And at the end of the day, I don't mean to make this about Todd Helton's a nice player. Right. I... I that one just blows my mind, and I'll just give you one more example, and these aren't the only examples. Right. If I listed as a playoff opponent the guy's about to come to plate who scared me. Yeah. It, over, And I got a lot of experience with this with the Braves. Yeah. Todd Helton would not crack the top 50. Mm. 50. I could list 50 guys that I would rather not see at the plate than Todd Helton. It's just a good ball player. I I mean, he doesn't get the 400 home runs. He's a batting champion, too, by at, the way. At a power-hitting position in Colorado. 372 one year. Yeah. Oof. 
372. Yeah, I, that's a that's a perfect case of you, I got to get some road splits. If you're going to put him in the Hall of Fame, I better see road splits where he's hit. They have 290. I know they do. Yeah. I want to know Todd Helton's road I mean, splits. Your boy, your boy Murph will come in here, and when I tell him he had a 1.162 OPS that year. Oh, he, he, had, had a, he, he did that. He his was, OPS was 1.162, 1. 1.116, 1.006, 1.0088, 1.088. I mean, those are, those are great in numbers. His, in his heyday, were woo, yeah. 147 ribs, 146 ribs. Yeah, that's a lot of Colorado. 2,500 hits. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Um, I saw, I, you know, I've been saying this for a while now. And I and and now everybody's got it. But I looked I looked last night because I was doing TV. Did you watch? I missed that. Oh, sorry. Uh, e, did you see me on TV last night? Yeah, I was a little tied up. My bad. Okay, I'll have to ask my class. Hopefully, my class. Someone did anyone watch me last night? Anyone at all? I'm anyone sure some people there? did. Please. Uh, I had a I had a teacher once. Great guy, Wilfred. Not Brimley. I can't remember. Oh. I don't know. He taught like, like civics or American history in high school. Wilfred something. He would always be in a sports coat and a tie, and he's up there talking one day. <laughs> Nobody's paying attention, <laughs> and I'll never forget. It might be Wilton. I can't remember his name. God bless him. He was an older guy, and he goes, "Shoot, I may as well be up here peeing in the wind. Ain't one of you paying attention." <laughs> uh, I, I feel I feel you now, Mr. I can't remember your name. Anyway, Miami Sunset High, shout out. Um, Joe Douglas, George Payton, uh, Mickey Loomis, uh, Brandon Bean. Uh, you can go down the list. Last year, January 23rd, two days after they lost to the Chiefs. Where is Trent Falke? What is going on? Why has there been no end-of-the-year press conference? Are we not going to hear from Trent Baalke until the combine? Is that possible? That's not good. I don't care the reason. Well, if there is a reason, it should be told. Hey, Trent can't. Trent's got something, a personal matter he's had to attend to since it's at anything. But I, I feel like that is a sign there's a lot of questions about the collapse and about this team and about the makeup that need to be answered. We should hear from whether you agree or not. And I can put aside all the, cause everything else is just rumor. Like, uh, you know, there's rumors of a rift and who hired the D coordinator and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I heard you talking about Sirianni and you see what he, I don't think it's Sirianni, bro. I think if you want to keep coming from Howie above, Roseman, yeah. Howie Roseman did fair. it to Doug P right. Yeah. So it, and Doug P chose to leave rather than, you know, so, and that may be happening here. It may not be, but somebody should tell us. There, there should be some sort of, that. that's not cool. You know, and it's not me. I don't care. I'm, I wouldn't even go. It's, it's, it's the fans who need to hear what the plan is and how we're going to fix it, and not just from the head coach, if the head coach doesn't have any power. If the head coach is totally in charge, if everything the head coach does, they do, eh, okay, I get it. But I, we're all pretty sure that's not how it works. Like, I heard Pete say that he knows for a fact the GM sat in on the coordinator meetings. Well, should he? I, no, probably not. Yeah. It's a football decision. Yeah. Let the football coach Doug, make it. I, I trust Doug Peterson's the, football well, more than Trent Dockey. You're the football coach. You decide who you want your coaches to be. But, 
again, I and I don't think that's standard operating procedure, but again, all questions that could be and should be asked going forward. Who made the decision to hire the defensive coordinator? Why is Press Taylor still here? You know, how do you respond to this this roster that you built? Did you guys, honestly, because you can go back and look at the quotes, you sort of ran it back last year. Is that a mistake now in hindsight? What about drafting of a... How do you fix it? How do you fix a mistake? Why did Trevor regress? Yeah. I mean, the problem is this, the, 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 the rap on Balky is that maybe not obviously into your face will deflect every one of those ultimately down to someone else. That's been oh, the yeah. criticism. Again, of that's... All, and so that's the whole point of why he has... I, I, I don't understand it. And now people are catching on. And now we're looking at how many... You know, the season ended on January 8th, 7th. I mean, it's 17 days. We haven't, I mean, honestly, are we, we're, we get through January, we move on. I mean, it'll be forgotten. Are we going to go to the combine? I mean, that's, that's not right. It's just not right. And that's a mistake by the Jags too, if they're keeping them. And, and again, Shad Khan has every right to keep who he wants and, and, and let go of who he wants. Most are, are scratching their head over the keeping of this one. And maybe Shad's just grateful to be nine and eight, nine and eight back to back. I don't know. And, but, no, he can't. How can he be? Again, we're not even demanding that the owner speak, which happens in right. a lot of markets. Right. It's been 17 days since the Jaguars lost, and the GM is yeah. hiding. I think there's only Brandon think, Bean of the Bills met the media yesterday. I, I mean, that, these these guys are meeting them now. I think there's only been like four GMs total who have not met the media or whose teams are still in the postseason. Okay. So it, it is st- and. and and I was trying to look like I looked it up last year. He met two days after the Chiefs loss. And I but I couldn't I had I didn't find twenty twenty one. Twenty one. I didn't find two years ago if he met. But if he didn't, he should have. You always should. Yeah, for sure. It's, 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 he did last year and it yeah. just reeks of we had a good year. Here I am. We had a bad year. I'll take a pass. Right. So there's a lot going on in this. Pete's world. questions in their voice emphatically are fair. What is the deal? Right. Why does he have this power? You've given this guy way more power. "Quote: I would fire him." Oh yeah, you know. I mean, a lot of people. Feel All right, that I, way. I just and again, I don't, I don't, I don't want to beat up, but it, but if 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 Todd Helton had, <laughs> and, and this is a serious question, but if, <laughs> if Todd Helton had a career average of two eighty seven, yeah, an OPS of point eight five five, and two hundred and eighty four home runs, uh-huh. would he be in the Hall of Fame? Because those are his road numbers doubled. His average at home, 345 on the road, 287. His uh-huh. OPS at home, 1048 on the road, 855. His home runs, 227 at home, 142 on the road. And his RBI is 859 at home, 547 at home. Mm-hmm. When you play in a home park where the numbers are so much different, that should we'll hear, we'll, we'll that get should Murphy be counted on that too because he's he played, played there. there. Sure, so he'll be he'll be able to fill. And I don't mean to make lot. this all about Todd Helton. To me, it's about the the just the abject disregard. For anyone but themselves, it feels like I'm in a skulls meeting with these BBWAs, man. Baseball writers of America. All right, uh, Gizmar John is next. Yes. Pete Plumbing Wednesday here on the Drew. Woo! All right, you know him, you love him. Yeah. TribuneNation.com zone. He's bald. He's beautiful. Smells so damn good. He's bold. Uh, John, I very rarely come up with, like, an idea or a suggestion. Oh. Or maybe it's just a query. Oh. But I thought this would be an interesting category, and I'm wondering if it ever has been, or if you've thought this as well. But you should, you know, what you should have in in uh, in the trivia nation. What well, you know, what a category spelling. 
yes, we have had spelling okay. before. All right. We have, yeah. Yes. Like spell certain Not words. Not lately, but yes, yes. I brought this up mm-hmm. because if you guys ever had this, if you ever had, like, suddenly out of nowhere, and if you know it's a word that you can spell and have spelled a hundred times, but you just get a block and it doesn't look right? Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Oh, yep. yeah. oh for sure. Yes, for would, sure. That would probably happen to people in that game. Anyway, moving on. Yeah. I may have had a sports question and had a bonus, and the answer was Mike Krzyzewski, if you could spell his name. Yeah. So, also, you recall. Uh huh. Right. So, uh, last week, you recall um, that uh, we were having quintuple uh, contest for house cash. Yes. Uh, and this is Trivia Nation. All over the state of Florida, 200 trivia shows. Yes. And first through fifth, one. So uh, shout out to Dick San Pablo. We came in fifth place. Yes. Shout out to all the peeps that posted. So double house cash next Tuesday and next Saturday night. So yes, well yeah. done. Yes. Also, had a very nice Guggen come up to me last night. Mm-hmm. And he said, I listen to your show every week as I'm taking the kids to school. And oh, by the way, he did say I smelled nice. And uh, <laughs> shout out to <laughs> to Jack Max Hudson, and uh, they truly are karate kids because they are black belts. So Ooh, way to go! Don't mess with that. Yes, yes. So very nice. Okay. Hi. So oh, so I'm going to ask you one more time because the Googans and Guganellas want to know. Yes. Are you going to be defending your championship? Is it the tenth? Yes, night before the Super Bowl, yeah. like last year. Well, maybe. We're a hard maybe. Hard maybe okay. at this point. Okay, yeah, okay. You know it's way too far out I mean, it took you 20 something years I to know. get us there. You think you're going to get us back in one? Yeah, think That's about that, big John. ask. That is a big ask. Well, again, the subject matter. I would say this, John. Go ahead. Be- this is what I would say. Go ahead and lie to the Googans to tell them, yes, Dan and Jeff are coming. <laughs> and then if we don't come, It'll be just say, us. it's. Uh, I don't know where they are. Uh, let's all go to Dan's house. <laughs> that's right you are right around the corner dan yeah, that's correct <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> very nice okay all right uh we're gonna get you started with game shows all right on wheel of fortune mm-hmm. name one of the two spaces on the wheel where a contestant forfeits his or her turn by landing there Bankrupt. and a bonus point if you could name both yes or Bankrupt. lose a turn lose it very mm-hmm. yes yeah. very good Food. That damn bankrupt. I hate it. I mean, yeah. Wheel. yeah. Wheels give me and the, the wheels give me the heebie-jeebies anyway. <laughs> According to the USDA, which U.S. state leads the nation in production of maple syrup? Vermont. I. I mean, I, that's. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's just, lead? That's the. I mean, it's just the cliche, right? Syrup capital. Well, what else of would you say, right? I mean, unless you went like like Minnesota, you know, some northern. Yeah, Minnesota. let's not over. No, right? Vermont. Vermont is known for it. Vermont. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's one of those you, you tend to kind of well be overthink it because it is sense. so obvious. No, yeah. I'm with you. It's yeah. a tiny. We all little do the state. same thing. Like, why does that state have more? <laughs> it's just a tiny little state, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Fashion. Versace. E, this could be you. You may jump in on this. Alcaraz, <laughs> hey, by the way, your, your, your guy Alcaraz down two sets to none now. Oh. So collision course with Djokovic, maybe not so much. Okay. All right. Jeggings. That's J-E-G-G-I-N-G-S. Yeah. Jeggings mm-hmm. is a fashion term combining 
what two words? Jeans and leggings. Yes. Shout out, It e. sounds like some sort of dirty word in Sweden. <laughs> uh, That's what it sounds like. But who like. could forget to like, right? Yeah. How about the romp em? He's in trouble. He just wore it so well. <laughs> best Sven was arrested for jegging today. Best, uh, best fake Swedish ever, John Candy. As the professor in Splash. Yeah. And you remember the caption, what he said to the guy? Yes. We can't say it. No. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was awesome. Correct. It was also funny when uh, when she became the mermaid and John Candy is all the reporters there. Anybody here from Penthouse? And we ain't talking. No, we ain't talking. (laughs) Great line. Okay, sorry. Um, Alcohol. All right. Jeff, meaning, yeah, between the two of us, we should have this. <laughs> oh, it, you got it. Though. Meaning heavenly or divine. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Let me start this over. Meaning heavenly or divine wind in Japanese. What alcoholic beverage is named after a type of World War II Japanese fighter pilot? Kamikaze. Kamikaze, yeah. Yeah. Kamikazes are good. It's a good little yeah. shooter. Yeah, not bad at all. Mm-hmm. Back in the day when you're young, you eat those you do those fruity, flavorful shooters. Uh-huh. You get yeah. all just like give me just give me a double. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. Just like yeah. Back in the day though, yeah. sex on the beach or Lemon Drop. Lemon Fuzzy, drops, was it fuzzy Fuzzy Nipple? Fuzzy, fuzzy navel. nipple were good too. Fuzzy navel. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Sorry. What kind of life do you live? It right. ain't even nine o'clock, my boy. Obviously. <laughs> Sorry, so many things to say here on the podcast, but here on morning okay. drive, kitties in the in the car. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dad. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. Gonna, I thought it was I'm, you know, I thought it was the nine o'clock hour. What can I say? Okay, <laughs> all right. <Fuzzy> nipples. <laughs> okay, it doesn't even sound uh, appetite. I mean, <laughs> okay. all right, geography. Geography. Blue question. And oh, I'm going to say this in advance. I'm going to say this in advance. Be specific. Okay. Be specific. All right. Be, be, be specific. specific. Hey. That's what I was thinking. Okay. S-P-E-I-C. Okay. Can it be aggressive? Yes. All right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what was that <laughs> Belfast is the capital of which European country? Yes, Northern Ireland. Be specific. Okay. Be, be specific. Now, hey. would you have gotten that had I not said that? Yeah. Dublin's Ireland, is it? Sure, yeah. Or I don't know. Yeah, what what's, Ireland? Okay. what's Ireland? Dublin? Okay. I would say Dublin, but yeah. I would know Belfast is Northern Ireland. I would have said Northern Ireland. I realize it's a separate mm-hmm. country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, this next one is TV. Now, I can give you an optional uh, multiple choice, but I want to see if Whatever's you can just get hardest, it without it. Okay? John. I mean, I don't know if you know who you're dealing okay. with. Perfect game last week. Yet to miss this week. We Enough of these kindergarten questions, dude. Give us some hard questions. Yeah, John. Okay. <laughs> On Frasier, what was the name of the family's Jack Russell Terrier? What was that little dog's name? I know that. Good. I didn't watch much Frasier. I got a homie named Jeremy Frasier. (sighs) Maybe we'll need multiple choice. I thought you knew that. I did. (laughs) Which means if he hears it, he's going to know it Uh right away. But it was multiple choice for your audience, correct? It was. Yeah, so they can't say anything when we have to defer to multiple choice, but I'll give my guy okay. it's like just another uh, minute. Well, you wanted the harder one, so it's we gave like, you the harder um, one, of course. <laughs> it's like a like a one word uh like, like a, a Rocky. Yeah, like like a like a give me I gotta get the multiple choice. I'm sorry. All right, let's don't waste okay. it. Multiple choice. He'll get it here. 
Eddie, Freddie, Eddie, Freddie, Teddy, or Spot. Man, I'm close. Damn. Was there a was there a was one of the characters named Eddie? Like the dad or the Hick, did you watch the show? I didn't watch the show. I've never I've seen bits and part pieces of Frasier. I've never watched it. I think it's because Eddie, I remember that name Eddie. I think and, it's Eddie. It's Eddie, isn't it? Yeah. I remember Ed, but is that of one of the friends? I don't want to mess it up no, with No, I think it's Eddie. Right, isn't it? I just the, the rhyming screwed me a little yeah. bit. But I think it's Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. Yes. Yes. Right. It's Eddie. I remember that. <clears throat> okay. Good job. Would not have gotten Compound words. Yeah. Okay. Compound words. Yes. What compound word was used during the Prohibition era to refer to an establishment that illegally sold alcoholic beverages? Is that a speakeasy? Speakeasy, that's the bars that they have now that are... Speakeasy. Yeah. Speakeasy is correct. Yeah. Science. Science! Down syndrome is a genetic disorder caused when abnormal cell division results in an extra copy of which chromosome number? <clears throat> no idea. No idea. I've never seen Down syndrome referenced by the chromosome, this chromosome number. I believe you've heard of this. I think you would have okay. heard of this. I think- is it called, can you tell me what it's called without telling me the number? Like, does it have a... Is it called Down syndrome number, or does it? Does no, no, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's just it's, a number. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a specific number. It's not like one or two. It's a number. It's like how many? How many chromosome? It's, it's twenty. Aren't there? <laughs> I know. Is it twenty one? Twenty three, isn't it? Twenty three. Isn't that what twenty three and me is about? Yeah, I was going to say twenty six. Twenty three and me. Yeah. Isn't that what twenty three is? Or or it's an so extra twenty four. In... Let's go twenty four. All right, let's go beat around the bush. Twenty four. Twenty-one. How many chromosomes are there, John? Do you know? Forty-six. Uh, Why do I want to say forty-six? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Forty-six. Yeah, forty-six. I had it. Twenty-three it. pairs. Yeah. Well, then twenty-one. Why? Okay. I don't know. How's that? Heard that number with as it relates to never to that. Though? I've heard it related okay. to blackjack in a in a in a basketball game you play in I, the driveway. I think I've heard of it. <laughs> Deion Sanders. <laughs> And legal drinking age. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, you can't get them all back sometimes. in the day, Jeff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. Uh, current events. Current events. Somewhat. Right. Somewhat. Yes. Uh, on November 29th, what former U.S. Secretary of State passed away at the age of 100? Henry Kissinger. Kissinger. Yes. One of the great voices in uh, Kissinger. In, in one history. of the—that's one of those deaths that you are just absolutely amazed the dude didn't die 15 years earlier. Yeah, I would right. have because they disappear from. Yeah. You get to a certain age yeah. and people disappear from yeah. the spotlight, and you—they, you know, in your conscious. Like, is Johnny Carson alive? No, he's dead. No. He's been dead. Yeah, he's been dead a long yeah. time. Yeah, long Ed McMahon's dead too. Yeah, no. I knew Ed McMahon. But I'll tell you, who is still alive. Doc Severinsen is still alive in his 90s. Yeah, he's in his late 90s. Probably a bunch of those dudes. Johnny like died actors. in 05. Did he? You just forget about those, like, when they disappear from your... Well, yeah, because he wasn't really in the spotlight after he left Tonight Show. He was pretty much a recluse. Doc Severinsen you know. is 96. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, always had those wild outfits. Uh, let's do your audio clue. Let's do it. 
I love it. This guy Alcarez is going to lose Let's the street. Your sets. audio clue. Let's do it. I love it. This guy Alcarez is going to lose Let's the street. Your audio clue. What's happening? Just let it. Let it simmer a minute. Okay. Keep going though. He wouldn't mean to. Going though. You know he likes his Yeah. Oldie but goodie. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, need the artist who performs that song. It's um I know this. I know you do. It's um Boz Skaggs. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Boz Skaggs. Wow. Did you know that one, Jeff? <laughs> no. <clears throat> Gosh, no. Are Did you, you recognize the song, Jeff? No. No. I've heard it like no, uh, maybe okay. the background of like a scene in semi pro, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to play that at the Pizza Inn when I walked through those beaded corridors. Oh, the Pizza Inn. Boy, there, that, there's, there's a good memory. Okay. He's got some other uh, ones. Movie. That, yeah, yeah, I've heard of Boss Gags. Yeah. I have heard of Boss Gags. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought, of, to be honest with you, that I thought Lido of... Shuffle was a big hit for him. I would have yes, thought Boss Gags was a rocker. Lido. Whoa. Oh, yeah. See, that's more rocky to me. Yeah. Kind of, in a way. And that, he had a song also that was featured, it was a hit, that was featured in Urban Cowboy as well. It was a ballad. Um, movies. Movies. In 2000, excuse me, in which 2002 comedy does Adam Sandler play the role of a man who inherits $40 billion from a recently deceased, long-lost relative? He was a Longfellow Deeds. Deeds! Mr. Deeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm not going to apologize right. for enjoying Adam Sandler movies. I don't care. They've gotten no. I like them. No. Some are stupid. Yeah, they've or, gotten now. They've plays a lot of the same characters. Melancholy yeah. now. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Logos. Logo. Jerry West. Oh, which movie studio's logo shows a mountain peak surrounded by stars? Paramount. Paramount. Yes. The Civil War. Okay. Now, I thought this was a pretty tough one. Okay. Uh, for last, and this was from last night. So I right, got time for a couple okay. more here. So, okay, Alexander yeah. Stevens, mm -hmm. who held what specific position, and Abraham Lincoln met aboard the River Queen at Hampton Roads, Virginia, in February of 1865. Guessing he was the president of the Confederacy. I don't know that name. Is there such a position? Uh, uh, yeah. It's, uh, and who else would he meet Je with? The, who was this? Jefferson Davis? Or what, was he the... What was yeah, it? What, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Alexander Stevens doesn't know. I don't know the name. I don't... Is he so the, where did they meet in Virginia? They yes, met aboard the, the River Queen at Hampton Roads, Virginia in February of 1865. So is that the end? It could have... It's a surrender it? one? Is it the no, surrender? Could it be... Um, um, I don't remember any general slave. Out what is could he have been a, it's terrible? 
What's the name of the Alexander Stevens? Yeah, I don't. You know Alexander Stevens. I don't know. How about new? Yeah. Let's go with the. I like your guess, though. President of the Confederacy. Let's go with that. We'll go with that. So the president of the Confederacy was Jefferson, Jefferson Davis, Davis. Davis. Thought, yeah. and Stevens VP? was the vice yeah, president VP. of the Confederacy. We should have done that. Right. Yeah. I thought that was, honestly, yeah, last night, I bad. thought that was going to be an antisocial, but no, there were actually several teams yeah, that got it. So. should have thought of that. But that was tough. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. That was a good one. Yeah. I don't mind that. We should have thought yeah. it out TV. a little bit better. TV. In 1988, which popular evangelist tearfully admitted the following on his national TV show? Two of them I have did sinned. It. Yeah. It's either, I have sinned against you. It's, Falwell or no? It's, it's not Falwell. It's swa- Swagger. It's Who's either the one Jimmy who had Swaggart the movie? or no. Jim Baker. Baker. Baker's the one with Tammy Faye. They just yes. had the movie. I remember both of those guys did that though. Jimmy Swagger balled like a baby. And it came fun, but I but but, but Baker's Jim more, Baker's a bigger boy, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Baker because he start, he had yeah the yeah got a goofy looking dude. Yeah. Let's I go. Think, let's go Baker. Let's He's go the Baker. Baker did look like a cartoon character, yeah, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Um, Jimmy Swagger. Yeah, Swagger. Yeah. yeah. I knew it was Swagger, too. By the way, also. He also now, bro. Yeah. Oh, he goes, I have sinned against you, my Lord. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, by the way. Uh, by the way, and by the way, there's yes. nothing wrong with that admission. Doesn't need to be made on TV and theatrically. Yeah, you know, if you feel like you right. sinned against your Lord Jimmy Swagger, take your butt into your room in some quiet and yeah. have your conversation. Yeah, don't double right. down right. on your hypocrisy. Right. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Mickey Gilly and Jerry Lee Lewis were Jimmy Swaggart's cousins as well. <laughs> well, that explains it. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, well, yeah, well, look at the. Yeah. <laughs> Especially Jerry Lee Lewis, oh, right? Boy. Okay. Great balls of fire. All right, one more, John. <laughs> okay. Um, houses. houses. From the Spanish for balcony, yeah. what word that starts with the letter V, like Victor, is used for a large open porch? It's a veranda. Veranda, yeah. There you have it. Get him out one of here! One more real quick. Yeah, go. Okay, go, I'll give you go, one more real go, quick. Go, go, go. On October 16, 1987, Mike Tyson and Tyrell Biggs fought in the last heavyweight title fight scheduled for how many rounds the standard at the time? Fifteen. There you have it. Finish strong, my boys. Thank, Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate it. Have All a good right, week. Guys, take care. That's have a great that's, next. Let's get smart, John. And, yeah, we'll uh, hit some of the sports headlines next. Hit it. I got some sports concepts and rationalizations for you. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, E... Loves to provide something called razzle-dazzle. E, what will the dazzle be today? Oh, man, here at the Drew, we, we like to work on your wellness, man. Your wellness. health and your wellness, man. So we got one-year membership to the YMCA of Florida's First Coast. Valid for a household of up to two. Visit fcymca.org for more information. On uh, Dan's World yesterday, Dan went to hit some, uh, hit a couple golf balls there. Just uh, working on the game. I don't know if you know Working that. on the game, were you? Yeah, and uh, you never know who you'll run into. Shout out to Jacko. He was out there banging around some balls. Shout out to Killer Bees, Aaron Beasley. He was out there banging nice. out some balls. And shout out to my buddy from church, uh, uh, Mr. Winfrey, was out there banging nice. some balls. He just got to hit the whole, the whole gamut there. Yeah, Why like, we didn't add uh, a flight with Jacko on the wheel, man? Why we didn't add that? What happened? At a, a flight with oh, Jacko. No, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that on the wheel. Really, Jacko you, even trusts How bad Jacko would you guys anymore? feel if the next day you two are in here sniffling because Danny's gone? Because Jacko planted that thing right into the turf. I wouldn't huh? feel sorry. I, if anybody who gets in a prop Jacko. plane is asking for it. If any any yeah. any any pilot. It's never I'd a, rather fly with the wiener before I'd go up with Jacko. Jacko and the wiener. Yeah. What's for you? 
Um, I love Jacko, but Jacko's a mess. I'm not flying with Jacko. It's death defying with Jacko. It Bryan. definitely yes. is. If you get into that plane, it's death defying. And again, that goes for any small single engine prop plane. Ain't doing it. Sorry, not mm-hmm. doing it. Every time a plane crashes, it's always one of you little jokers. It's never some boys. 747 ever. Yeah. It never is. One of the big planes, oh no, it skidded off the runway. These jokers are landing them on highways in Missouri and crashing into ball fields. No, not doing it. So I've decided, I don't know, man. I don't understand NFL people. I really don't. I don't understand. They're supposed to be at the top of their game. They're supposed to be smart, intelligent people. And then the owners... They're even they're masters of the universe. They are billionaires. They are guys who have succeeded at the highest level and and made so much money it makes your head spin. Okay. And yet, explain this to me. How in the world is how is there a, a world where you're gonna hire I don't know what's his name at the Lions? Ben Johnson, is that his name? Mm-hmm. And you're not going to hire Bill Belichick. I just don't know. Like, if and if you're an owner, by the way, and you hire Bill Belichick, you get a pass from your fan base. I mean, you're like, it's a it's a get out of jail free card. It's like, I don't know. The guy's the greatest coach of all time. He's available. I decided that we should probably probably try to hire the greatest coach of all time. So I did. If it doesn't work, okay, well, and then people, well, he's too old. He's not going to be there long. Coaches aren't there long anyway. If you get Five years out of a coach, I, I you're happy. I, I had this conversation. I, you know, my no son, my son is me. a Falcons fan. He'd rather not have Belichick. He's wrong on this. You know, I, I'm not saying he's not. I think what I look. I like the boy, I, but he's wrong. I, I get this. Maybe we're wrong. There is evidence that outside of that perfect combination of Brady and Belichick, that you were talking about a 500 okay. coach. Okay, but guess what? Okay, if I hire Belichick, maybe I'm halfway to the perfect combination. Fair enough. You know, if not, I hire, not if it's Desmond Ritter, you if, ain't. If I hire uh, the Bobby Slowick, I'm I'm taking Bobby Slowick. You know, had one good year of calling ball plays because his quarterback's a, a stud. It's a devil's advocate argument. I yeah. too, if I'm Atlanta, I can't run fast enough to Bill Belichick. I don't yeah. care. I'd at least let him yeah. try. Yeah. I think what happens is I think that, that there's there's not good self awareness. In professional sports, you're talking about, you know, high alpha belief in self. Yeah, probably past the point of reality. I don't even like, necessarily think it's it's ego. It's let just, me ask you this question: You sat there the other day and told me, yeah, and I, I sat here and told you, then you damn right I was right. Yeah, well, you know, huh? The, his offenses are no good. Yeah, okay. Well, and I was like, yeah, you're, yeah, that's fair. And then I start thinking about it. Man, in their heyday, when Josh McDaniels was there calling ball plays, who, by the way, is a failure as a head coach, but apparently somehow it worked. And it worked. It wasn't just Brady, though. They would have the time where every damn playoff game process, they'd throw in that wrinkle where they throw it to Amendola or they throw it to um, uh, any of them. What's Welker. A, Edelman. No, Edelman, thank you. And Edelman, the former Kent State quarterback, would turn and flip it down the field for a big touchdown in a critical moment, right? They always had something up their sleeve. They ran the ball, too. Belichick, they ran the ball. Well. They played the Rams in the Super Bowl. He he game-planned it up and stopped that offense that we watched that year play. The Chiefs in Mexico City, it was like 58-50, to 50, or, you know, games like that. I mean, 
Uh, it was 13 to three. It was, I mean, so I don't know, man. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, it's just me. Maybe it's just me. I, I don't buy the, I don't buy the age thing. And, and if, again, if it doesn't work, you go, well, like I've always given shot a pass on the urban thing. I know some people are against it, but well, I'm not going to let's, let's don't let's don't besmirch Bill Belichick into fair. the urban category. Yeah, that's he's also proven. fair. He's a yeah. proven winner. Yeah. I don't get it either. Unless he, it, the only thing I can think of is that Belichick is asking and demanding certain things to take these jobs. Did you see uh, I don't somebody know what mentioned? They might be, somebody mentioned because this is also not cool. We never know what NFL coaches make. You ever notice that they don't list their salaries? Like college coaches, they list. They have to. Um, You'll hear, but you never, you'll hear every player's contract, but yep. you never hear the coach's contract. Yep. Never, right? Huh. I never and, really thought of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never, never you hear the NFL coach. Mm-hmm. And so they say Harbaugh has a $12.5 million offer at Michigan okay. right now and that the Chargers have exceeded it. Okay. They also say that Harbaugh was asking like around 18 and they don't think it's 18, but they think it's like $15 million. <laughs> $15 million. Coach football. Coach football, bro. To go for it on your own 31-yard yeah, line. Yeah. And that's probably why they don't divulge the salaries, but that's not fair either. It's out of, it's the, the, the whole thing's insanity. The, the importance that they put. This is not rocket science. Y'all are playing games, schoolyard games, yeah, man. Yeah. You know, dress it up with all your yeah. pretty uniforms and, you know, put all your special terminology on and have your harumpty dump press conferences and look down I'm your sorry, nose. what? Harumpty dump? Yeah, I mean, these guys look down their nose. You play football, man. It's the most Neanderthal sport ever made. Yeah. And we love it. And y'all great for it. Don't act like what you're doing is heart surgery. Like any any of us can't couldn't digest a playbook in in two weeks. Yeah. Do we have the athleticism to, to to play it out? No. God bless you. Go knock yourself out. But I'm about getting tired of this this notion that sports is some sort of Mensa activity, Dan. Mm-hmm. It's where you send yourself to just go let it unwind. Mm-hmm. You know, this this notion that a GM is any smarter than the guy running an insurance office is ridiculous. Oh, Prisco had about had it, man, yesterday. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying. Escalated I mean, quickly when it comes to Balky. Yeah. I, I just. This goes over. It goes to a thousand different ways, but I hear yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I just, I don't understand what, what the. What the holdup is? I mean, it's just. I, I asked and this by the yesterday. Way, I'll salute the Falcons if they do hire him. But if they, if he doesn't get a job, I, again, Mike Vrabel, I think is a good coach. I don't. That's who. That's who. That's who my son would want was Vrabel. Yeah, not well, his choice. Nah. He's younger. You know, yeah. who knows what he could do? I don't know. Do you think? Do you th- <laughs> now? This answer may be the same no matter what name I throw you. Do you think Bill Belichick is going to win a Super Bowl in Atlanta? Do you think he has any chance? Probably not. Yeah, but uh, but for, do I think do I think that would you might would you answer the same if I said Jim Harbaugh? Do I think Ben Johnson's going to win in Carolina or Washington? Do you no. think Do you think Jim Harbaugh? Who's more likely to win a Super Bowl in Atlanta, Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick? Well, it might be Harbaugh. I'm just saying. I this yeah, is not. I a, think I think Harbaugh is a another great coach. Well, this isn't a detraction to, to, to Belichick's I'm, greatness. Yeah, it's just talking, where he is on yeah, his... I, I'm more talking about guys... Like some like, under guy yeah, that doesn't... Yeah, this, this is his coordinator. And what listen, about Vrabel? Could you accept Vrabel over Belichick? Not that you would do it, but you can accept that. I can that. accept it. Are, are, are Vrabel and Harbaugh the only two that yes. are acceptable? Yes. I agree with that. Yes. That's it. If you're Atlanta yeah. and you don't Whoever. hire Belichick... I don't care who you are. If you're Carolina, if you're Washington, if you're okay, Seattle. Well, and, and, Seattle taking Dan Quinn? For my dog... 
uh, I, you know, in the fight, if you're Atlanta, you, if you don't take Belichick, the only acceptable alternatives will will be Vrabel and Harbaugh. I do think that oftentimes the GMs will push the lesser guy because of the strong personality of the head coach that they don't want to deal with. They want it to be a collaboration at worst. I don't know, man. Maybe that's why you need. Maybe that's why you need the football president of operations or whatever, like someone who can keep everybody on the same page. I don't know, but it sure sure doesn't seem to. I don't know. Just uh, it just doesn't make sense to me when I look at when I look at how it how it's going on. And if you're the Chargers, you should have Harbaugh announced today. What are you waiting for? If you're the Falcons, you should have Belichick. And if you're Seattle, you should have Vrabel. And then the rest can pick and choose, man. Yeah. Right. right. And, 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 and again, you may hit a home run with, with one of these coordinators. You might. But how you can sit there and justify to your fan base not even interviewing Bill Belichick would be beyond me. No, I, I, I don't. You're the Carolina Panthers. You have the worst. No. You're, 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 first off, you're viewed as a total jerk owner. And you got a chance to interview Bill Belichick? Don't you at least call him? And, and, and I would say, well, we asked Bill Belichick. He chose not to interview with us. I put it on him. I'm trying, guys. But, you know, I don't know, man. It doesn't, the whole thing doesn't make a lot of sense. I, again, I, I have special awareness into this. Mm-hmm. The Falcons more than any other team that you just mentioned. I mean, the two Super Bowl appearances belie the utter failure that Atlanta has been for much of their history. I mean, you've got yeah. as bad a DNA, bottom three DNA. Yeah. You need an infusion of Bill Belichick to at least see. If the host body rejects that, there's just, there is no. I'll give you, and, and, and here's an interesting one to talk about. Like the Raiders took Tom Telesco from the Chargers, who, yeah, he's drafted some good players, but. They've been an underachieving franchise forever. Well, I don't know if that's that's coaching though. Well, maybe, maybe I, not. Like, here's he wasn't there for just this guy. Here's, who he hired. But, by he, the way. but here's my, and and that's fair too, right? Well, they called him. They 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 held him accountable for that this time around. The first time around, they didn't obviously when they changed head coaches. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, there's no there's no formula that's that's written in stone. Sure. But for me personally, the way I've always looked at it, because around these parts, we're always looking for a coach because we're always sucking. With all due respect to the Falcons' poor DNA, ours is worse. Yeah. But I've always said this: if your roster is better than your record, you need a new coach, and if yeah. your record's better than your roster, yeah. you need a new GM. Yeah, and that makes sense. So I think the roster in San Diego or LA now is good enough. Are they in LA? <laughs> San Diego Chargers. Just a ruse. Or the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Okay. Well, he's the one who, by the way, he came in in thirteen with Mike McCoy. Then he turned to Anthony Lynn, and then he turned to uh, Deuce Staley. Okay, so those are his three head coaches, none of whom have turned heads. Right. He got rid of Norv. He went to McCoy, and they went nine and seven, nine and seven, four and twelve, five and eleven. Long back to Norv Turner. Two thousand thirteen was his was was Telesco's first year. Norv Turner still there. Norv Turner was there in twelve, and then so he comes in and he hires McCoy. I'm assuming. Okay. All right, and with Philip Rivers, Philip, you know. I don't think they won a dadgum playoff game in his tenure. That's coach, uh, who's the coach then? McCoy, Lynn, Schottenheim? and Staley. Were those were his three coach? Telesco's three coaches. It was Turner before. So, but, that. but he had a lot. But he had Rivers had a prime even before then with Norv. Oh yeah, yeah. Rivers yeah. was Norv and and Shoddy for a year. Yeah. 
And Breeze before that. I, I, I and, well, he ran his time. That GM was there long enough. But I would, I, I would kill to have those those roster selections. Yeah, here in Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean those those draft picks. You've got one after the other, much better than anything we ever draft. Yeah, but we're terrible at it. Correct. Right. I, I think that that's a good enough if you build around it. But you also got to have the right coach. And again, if the GM is how one did of the, those, how did the Johnston kid play this year? He was, he was sketchy. He was sketchy. He was he was inconsistent. I think that dude needs LASIK. No one has said that. He he catches the ball like he don't see good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it sneaks up on him around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at some of his. Yeah, he's had some decent picks. Yeah, obviously. I had a I read off a list before, and okay. I mean he got a six or eight pro, you know, pretty regular Pro Bowlers. Yeah, Derwin James, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. Yeah, yeah he is. Uh, uh, Herbert. Got, he took the right quarterback. Then went got Cleo right. They Mack. wanted him to take. Did Herbert go before after. Tua? He went after Tua. Herbert was six, right? Okay, Tua yeah, was, Tua yeah. was fifth. Yeah. So he sort of fell into Herbert. If well, I mean, you can say that he took him. Who when there was another one after Herbert, wasn't there? Weren't there three or four of them that year? No, Burrow was first. Yeah, Burrow was ahead. It went Burrow, Tua, Herbert. Hurts, maybe? The next guy was, the next quarterback taken was way down. Uh, Jordan Love. Okay, Love. Well, pretty good. Pretty good. But he wasn't going to take him. Who? This is who he didn't take when he, did, when he took Herbert. Nobody's ripping him for Herbert. Derek Brown's a really good football player. Isaiah Simmons, no. C.J. Henderson. Solid. <laughs> Uh, Jedrick Wills, Mackay Becton, Henry Ruggs. Tristan that's that's Wirfs. where you could get a Justin. Je- we know how this one goes. Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb are waiting on you. Tristan Wirfs is an all-pro there. We become experts on that draft because it is by far what has held us back most. C.J. Henderson and Caleb on Chase on in a draft that was chock full of really good you, players. You honestly could have had C.D. Lamb and Justin I know. Jefferson with you really the, could. the first round picks. Yeah. Oh, man. Right. I said this the other day. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, we, we need a break. A, yeah. yeah, we got a break. Right, we got a break. And come uh, back. Six four one ten ten. Come kind, come courteous, come correct, and E will uh, hook you up right now. E, what is, what is the dazzle? Uh, one year membership to the YMCA of Florida's First Coast, valid for a, fa- a household up to two. Make sure you visit fcymca.org for more information. I'll let you, boy. All right, you know what that music means. We got a drill speed traveler in play out there on the South Side Connectors. Brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories, radar detection, and more at Catlin Truck. But if you see I'm um, out there, you let us know. Let's get the word out. Let's keep the streets. Well, food on the gas. <laughs> okay, one on the wheel. I was looking at some of these uh, predictions from the boys last for next year. Predictions. NFL, NFL execs. Oh. I don't like them. I nothing about the Jags. I no. I mean, we know, lost I, all our. We lost all our. We uh, lost our mojo. mojo, and I worry about this. And I've yeah, me too. I told you this. I feel like I've been on top of some things here with the Jags. I feel like I got my my finger on the pulse. I'm gonna pat myself on the back if you don't mind. E. Uh huh. I'm gonna need you to come in here and pat me on the back. Uh, let me hear it first. I'm fine. I gotta hear it first. Uh, you do, and you don't have to pat me. Um, well, thank goodness. Yes. Because you were worried. <laughs> the the Balky thing I've been crowing about for over a week. Like, where's Trent Balky? And and I hope I'm wrong about this one. But I'm worried about this organization going forward and not getting up off the mat after what happened in December. And 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 now there's, you know, last year we had all kinds of momentum, excitement, off, uh, off-season buzz. We're now 
again, when we're a, when you're a small market, you're quickly forgotten, and we'll just be tucked away. And I'm worried. I'm worried that our roster is not going to. You know, we need to improve the roster this year. We needed to improve it last year. Correct. Yeah, the, and Trent I'm Balky worried. Absolutely wasted. I'm. I'm. Here's. What, I'm more worried about this. I'm worried that our owner, when it comes to running a football team, is even. Worse than I thought. I'm worried that next year. Where, where's the Where's the vetting here, Dan? You like, own the franchise. What are you doing? Through like 11 games, we're five and six. That's yeah. what I'm worried about. Well, that's fair. So I'm here, not as worried because NFL said, teams don't get better. They get better quarterbacks. And I think Trevor is a difference maker. And I think if all those injuries and all that malfeasance in front of him this year caught up. And I think he'll keep us relevant even if we're not like title worthy. With that said, here are some... Ripple effects of the 2024 NFL offseason, which is just beginning. 25% of the league's head coaching jobs are changing hands. Uh, here are some storylines and, and some early buzz. Russell Wilson, the Raiders. That was one of the teams he wanted to go to. Um, they, they need a veteran. He would stay in the AFC West. Sierra can do Vegas. You know, everybody's I, You know, Russell Wilson, I think he's good enough. He's not going to carry you I think even when you look back at Seattle he needs certain things he needs that great defense he needs Marshawn Lynch but they the Raiders were playing good defense at the end of the year under Antonio Pierce five and, and four under Pierce and they played good defense like yeah. they were they were a high performing defense for the most part down the stretch and 49ers roster will take a slight step back multiple execs have pointed out Iuk's gonna get moved it seems like the organization has experienced some brain power attrition personal execs they they the NFL's rating the Niners because they've played so well. Like, the well, Vi- they can have Balky back. The Vikings guy, uh, Carthon, uh, the Commanders just took a guy. Ethan Waugh is the Jags' assistant general manager. That's a lot for Lynch to overcome. They could get exposed in free agency in the draft. Uh, here's one that uh, throw you for a little spin. The Packers will win the next Super Bowl in New Orleans February 9th, 2025. The Packers need a pass rusher. I Jordan Love if- proved a legitimate franchise. Quarterback skill positions are loaded with first and year second, first and second year players, a young nucleus to build from. Offensive line was playing well. Defense was up and down, but finished the year much better. They always have talent on that side of the ball. Can they be consistent? That that's I, I don't have a problem with that. I mean, they they especially down the stretch, it all started, didn't it, on that Thanksgiving with that win in Detroit. Yeah. They were out of the playoff hunt, really. The Packers weren't. I mean, they lost at Atlanta earlier in the year. They, they weren't. Didn't they draft that uh, Lucas Van Ness guy I last so. year? Isn't he a pass rusher guy? I don't know uh, how what what else, did. They haven't had a double-digit pass. The only double-digit, the last double-digit pass rusher they had was Derry Smith. Uh, the Cardinals will make a playoff run. Boy, you talk about that in the West. They're, they're, well, they're a weird one because their ceiling, they hit pretty high, right? They beat some good teams last year. They have six picks in the first three rounds to improve their roster. Okay. Uh, they like the head coach out there. Uh, if they add some vet pieces in free agency, Kyler Murray will be better with a full year coming off the ACL. Okay. C.J. Stroud will finish top three MVP voting. That's easy to believe after year one. Yeah. I, I just I got to see year two with these quarterbacks. And, and I mean year two of success. Trevor didn't follow up his success. Poise is so underrated in our league, especially a quarterback. He clearly has it. Throws the ball well at all levels. Arrow definitely pointing up, and he's got talent around don't, him. Don't disagree. Here's where the, the Texans – here's why the Texans in one year have blown by, past us. Mm-hmm. Trent Balky. And here's what I mean by that. Their yeah. drafts have been unbelievably good. Yeah. It's not just what we see with, um, you know, at the top with Anderson and Stroud. Right. Tank Dell was on his way to 80 catches. He was on his way to Calvin Ridley numbers as a rookie, Dan. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Baker Mayfield will resign with the Bucks. I think everybody expects that, right? He certainly has earned it. It was a bridge he, year. He, he should be well. the he should be the quarterback of the Bucks for the next six, seven years. They like, should ride you, him. Why would you I don't think there's anyone go that get would. Russell Wilson or Justin Fields? I don't think they would. Makes no sense. He is kind of those guys. He's not perfect, but you can win with him. They proved that. He yeah. he he was why they won. It's not just he you know, sometimes yeah. that veteran gets in and he stays out of the way and he might have a moment, but Baker down the stretch, game after game, was throwing for three fifty was Bill Belichick will be with the Falcons along with Kirk Cousins. Oh, that, that now that could get Atlanta going because they've got a good defense and they've got pieces on offense between with those draft picks. If they could, Kirk Cousins is perfect. The feeling out of New England was that Belichick was going to target an established veteran quarterback for the Patriots in 24. If he gets the Atlanta job, as some expect, he can follow a similar blueprint. Cousins, Cousins could re-sign with Minnesota, but if not, the Falcons offer several high-end skill players on mm-hmm. offense and an improving defense. Mm-hmm. They're the proverbial quarterback away. Mm-hmm. Belichick can help a talented yet underachieving team. Atlanta is that. Right, put, Cousins would be a great fit. There. That sounds that sounds awesome. I really, I mean, if you're if you're an Atlanta uh, Falcon fan, mm-hmm. you would you have to love that. And if you work for the Falcons, you got to make that happen because that would be just. That that would that would be akin to the excitement that the Bucks got from Brady joining them. If the Falcons got Belichick and Cousins, yeah, they're going to be right. That would be similar to like the Aaron. There's always a team in the offseason that gets an like a a force of the NFL, right. And whose stock goes way up. Last year it was who? It was the Jets. They got Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Atlanta would be that team if they added the combo of Belichick and Cousins. Yeah, yeah. But that only gets you so far. The Jets. I miss them in the playoffs. I wonder if Belly will uh, will Belly hire Josh McDaniels as his OC. What? Why would he? I think he would. Yeah, I think he probably. You know, he seems to have a good rapport with Belly and does well as the OC in and New he, England, and does not do well when he goes and coaches. Mm-hmm. Not as a head coach. Yeah, he's. I guess he's prickly or whatever. I mean, is he? I don't know. Didn't work. Didn't work at all. So anyway, just some NFL thoughts. As we go forward, there's a big, uh, uh, one more thing before we break. There's, you know. Two more, actually. Two more what? Two more things. One more, maybe, from you, but I have something, too. What do you have? After you, friend. No, you go ahead. I kind of dominated that part, so. No, there's no domination. I was enthralled. You take the ball. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can turn on a team or a sports personality real quick when I think they step out of their lane. Like I can appreciate a story. Tell me more, Lavar. I, I well, I, I I appreciate a feel good story uh-huh. until suddenly the feel good story thinks they're the New York Yankees. Okay, and it's just organizational arrogance that's making me dislike the Milwaukee Bucks more every day. <laughs> okay, okay, because I call it or- it's the Middle America. It's organizational yeah. uh-huh. arrogance when you take the only coach to lead you to a title, and he does it in two or three years. A coach who had already been coach of the year at his previous stop, uh-huh. Mike Budenholzer, and fire him because you dared not win it again the following year. That's organizational arrogance to can a great head coach. And it's further organizational arrogance to take your time and diligence and pick your guy to be the next guy and hire him as a first-year coach, in this case, Adrian Griffin. L- allow him to learn to coach, Dan. Well, he's 30 and 13. Oh, I know. Can we? The can Greek we, freak is the Greek emperor. That's what this boils down <laughs> to. Well. It's all Giannis. Time out. You may be right. However, 
Can we also wonder if there's something else there? Because he is 30 and 13. So doesn't there have to be something else? Now, I did the only thing I heard, by the way, Doc Rivers is going to take the job. Yeah, and by the way, that's a proven strategy to win a title. Of all the guys who won't win the title, and I love Doc Rivers. He's one of my favorite dudes. Yeah. But of all the guys who aren't going to win the title, Doc could be top of the list. I don't disagree. Again, but is there something that no one's talking about that has happened? Here's the organizational arrogance I mean, though, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fired a championship-winning multiple coach of the year Correct. to hire a first-year guy. That's yeah. your stamp. That's your volition. Yeah, that's you fair. identify. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 43 games later, and he's won 30 of 43. Yeah, what did he do wrong? And, right. right. Then allow him to coach or fight or let – skip the formality next time and just tell Giannis to call one of his buddies in to coach. Mm-hmm. Because it's – it just – I again, it's – don't act like you're, you're not – okay, you're, you're not – Bill Belichick here. You're not right, right. George Steinbrenner. Right. You're the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And by the way, terrible trade. The Drew Holiday trade for Dame is not a good trade, Dan. It's not a good trade. It's not what the Bucks need. The Bucks had a roster that won the title. They have sacrificed all their defense with Holiday, yeah. who's a legit defensive stopper, yeah. for a Dame Lillard that they can't get ingrained in the offense. Well, I'll say this as a as a Knicks fan, uh, <clears throat> It's it's refreshing to see a guy like this OG Ananobi play because he doesn't care about points. He 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 always he's probably he's probably too unselfish. Um, but he when he's on the court, good things happen, and that's 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 holiday. I think for the Bucks or whoever he's wherever a, he goes, yeah, good things happen when he's on the court. Right, he cares about both ends of the floor. He's a good player, he's a leader, and he's gonna it's gonna do the Celtics. The Celtics are gonna win the East. You know, and I think in part the Celtics will win the East because of Drew Holiday and his impact. And you thought he's basically he can give you Marcus Smart's skill set without Marcus Smart's antics. Antics. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's take a quick uh, timeout. Did you have something, or I just corralled you with I did Giannis but we, and Bucks talk. Well, we'll come back with it. All right. Cool. There you go. And uh, the Alcaraz is off the mat. He's won the third set. Oh, Don't there let you go. That okay. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like how you're positioning me as rooting against Alcaraz. You, rooting, you buried him. You I buried did bury him. him yeah, show. I did. I did bury him. He said he's going to lose in straight sets. Well, it looked it looked that way, but uh, yeah. perhaps no. And I know that There's when no it, question. You can't when measure it, heart, Jeff. Well, when it comes to 8-28 on a Wednesday morning, too, you can't measure the, the, the tennis passion in this community listening to us right now. He's here. off the mat, people. <laughs> it's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday on the drill. Get up. Come on. You asked for it. Let's go. You asked for it. Come on, Zeverev. Beat Carlos. Knock him out. Win the Aussie. Win the match. I had to say win the match. Beat Carlos. I had to say it's win the match. Knock him out. <laughs> win the match. It was right there. It's good to be here. Um, so uh, here's what I was going to tell you. Okay. Yeah. Come on. It's kind of like. Do or die time for Gator Hoops. I know it's early, but they're, what are they, one and three in the conference? Two, Two and three. three. Come on. They're not winning at Kentucky in three games. Kentucky got, got blistered yesterday. They did. They got two. Shout out, Kentucky, Jeff. There are, I've determined this, Hick, and then you continue. There, there are no, and more on a second, there are no upsets in college basketball anymore. 
Yeah. Upsets are a thing of the past. There is no such thing as an upset. Look at the final four a year ago. Mm-hmm. Miami, FAU, San Diego State, and UConn. The winner and the best team was a four seed, and that's going to be the same this year. There is no hierarchy anymore. I don't know if it's NIL. I don't know if it's tra- I don't know what it is, but glory days of, of hoop dynasties are gone. Now, hoop, they'll, they'll, there it is. They'll still be the primary around, but the days of just going ahead and penciling Duke or Zaga or somebody to your final four are gonzo. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they got Mississippi State, okay. kind of a veteran team, and they got Mississippi Georgia. State's a good team. Yeah, they got to win those games. Are they They've, both home games? Yes, and they have to win those well, games. If they do, they're they're four and three, and they're okay. And then they'll be four and four, and they'll be, but four and four is not good enough. Well, it's they, early. You let them f- play I the get whole that, schedule. But they do need a marquee victory. The, but Florida has played a tougher schedule, I think, than most. They've already played. I Kentucky. disagree. I disagree. They didn't play anybody in All December. Right. No, I'm talking about in the in the conference. They're conference. Yeah, but games. they play Kentucky again. Yeah, they do. You don't think that you do you think Florida? I'm go- saying they haven't played LSU. They played ranked teams on the road. Do you, do you Ole think, Miss. Do you think played, Flo- Do you think Florida? They played Tennessee and Ole Miss on the road. Those are two of the ranked teams, and the other ranked team is Kentucky. So three of their five games have been, a, a, been think, against the teams only three ranked yeah. opponents. They haven't played Auburn yet. Okay, where is that game? To, to me, in the SEC this year, they need to win these games. It's Kentucky, Auburn, Agreed. and Tennessee, and then. And then there's a mishmash that the Gators are in. And then there's... Well, they're behind And then at the teams. bottom, there's... They're behind they're, whatever you call a mishmash. They're behind Ole Miss. Oh, you think so? A million percent. I, I think they could beat Ole Miss easily. Well, they got they got absolutely killed by them. Yeah, but, I, you know, it's just one... Look, again. But then at the bottom, you have the two the two bottom feeders this year are um, Arkansas and... Uh, uh, what's their names? They're horrible. Vandy. Uh Vandy's, I don't think that's a win, do they? Do they? Missouri. Missouri. That's the one I was trying Who to Florida beat already. Yeah, Missouri's terrible. What about Vandy? What are they? Vandy's not good either. But the, so so I but I think Florida's in that mishmash, but they've got to do something or they're gonna be left out of the For sure. The yeah. Big I, dance. To your point, I agree. Yeah, hundred I don't disagree at all. As opposed to and Florida's two and three, twelve and six. Eh. Arkansas, Vandy, and Missouri are at the bottom. That's fact. Yeah, Vandy's zero and five. Missouri's zero and six. Arkansas is one and four. Yeah, I thought Vandy was Arkansas. Still, to me, Arkansas still has potential. They got such a good draft class. Um, Florida, or not draft class? Florida's Florida's best wins. If you're going to break them down, and here's the problem because of what I said before, there are no upsets. Yeah, there's a lot of eleven and five teams that have beaten a top ten team. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. West Virginia beat Kansas. I mean, I, right, I can go right, through. There's right. a lot of yeah, you teams get, like and Florida. if you don't get one of those, you ain't South getting Carolina in. South Carolina got a scalp last night. They got Kentucky. And they're a little bit better. They're 16-3. and three. That's what I mean. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, you're going to be, you're yeah, gonna, at the I end of you. the day, you can think whatever you want about how good you are, but you're going to have to be matched up against these other teams. And oh, Don't disagree. Don't disagree. And so, and part of that, I would agree with you, is you got to beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State, though, is... I'm just looking here. I'm doing a little research as we. As you do. That's I wanted, a home game tonight. It's on television because it's got an odd start. As you do, I'll tell you that, and and to their credit, old Leonard took his knolls up to Syracuse where he hadn't lost a home game and beat Syracuse last night, and now they play Carolina at home Saturday in a, in a STC game at the Tuck. I watched uh, that game. Did you? Yeah, the second half. I, I picked it up. I have good luck. I picked it up. It was 61-60 knolls, Yeah, and I watched them just pull away. How was that good luck? Because I caught a good game. I kind of oh. picked up a game they when it was They beat them by 20, didn't they? But my point is, oh. 
I picked up a game that was competitive. I didn't turn I it on and they were up 20. I, didn't, I wouldn't have watched any. FSU does not look like the same team that went into Gainesville and lost by a million. No, I'm just saying FSU has done what they're – they're 12-7 and seven overall. But, again, if they beat Carolina in an STC game at home, you know, then things are starting to happen here. I mean, and by the way, I don't know how good the ACC is. Louisville's terrible. Georgia Tech's no good. Boston College is no good. Notre Dame's no good. Tech Pitt's is no weird. Good. Tech is not Miami's no good. Miami's having a down year. Tech is nine and ten, bro. Yeah. They got to be no saying, good. They've beaten Duke. They've beaten yeah. some teams. Who's their coach? Uh, it's Stoudemire, Damon Stoudemire. Okay. Um, Clemson's three and four. Virginia Tech's four and four. Syracuse is four and four. Uh, Virginia's thirteen and five, four and three. So, can I get pop quiz music, please? ET? FSU has got a shot at going in the tournament. Who's their win over? Colorado. Who'd they beat? They beat a ranked team. They're now sick. They're second but, place in the conference. But have they so beat far. a ranked team? Second place in the conference. Well, then if if FSU's in the tournament, Florida's in the tournament. They beat that. the hell out of them. I guess and, that's Florida's best win just, now. Um, well, that Arkansas team that you said you like, they beat them by a million. Yeah, but they're one and four. They okay. stink. Well, they could get better, and then it'll yeah. still count. I need pop quiz music. You know, uh, get off of your research material there. Who? You. Oh. I have in front of me the top, uh, the SEC. Has yeah, you know me. The SEC has eight Sorry. teams in the top 50 of the RPI, now called the net rankings. Okay. Eight teams in the top 50. Okay. Uh, bonus uh, uh, points that you won't be able to accumulate if you get them in order, but I need the eight SEC basketball teams. I'll allow you to look at the SEC standings. That's all you can look at. Okay. Can't look at, like, rankings. You can't look at RP, nothing. All you can look at is the standings. I need the eight. S- By the way, that's a lot, isn't it? Eight in the top 50? I guess so. What that means is you're playing a schedule that's going to help you at the end, even if other people think that, think that it didn't. I'm going to give you one hint mm-hmm. because I think the game will end too early if I don't. Okay. Eight teams, top 50, Ole Miss, not one of them. All right, I'm going to go and with... And they're like 15-3, and three, so that probably would have thrown you off. Well... Uh, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky is the fourth highest ranked in the net rankings, number 19. I would say Auburn. Auburn is the second highest ranked in the net rankings for the SEC at number seven. I believe you'll find Roll Tide up there because I believe they play a really fun out-of-conference. The, uh, the net rankings absolutely... Just they they lust for they ogle they sin mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. they they stalk Alabama. Bama is number nine in the net rankings. Twelve right. and six. Tennessee will be in there. Uh, Tennessee is the highest ranked SEC team. They're number four in the country and mm-hmm. number four in the land. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How many have I gotten? You've gotten the top four. How many do I need? Eight? You need eight. There's eight in the top 50. Was not an indiscriminate number. I think um, I think Texas A&M will be there because they beat Kentucky. Texas A&M is number five. They're 39 in the net rankings. Oh, starting to run out of space. Three remaining. Can he do it? Would Ole Miss have tripped you probably? I mean, to get all the way down to eight, you probably would have said them. Yeah, although remember yeah. we talked about them and they didn't play anybody yeah, right. in December. But yeah, because they just f- beat overall. a ranked team though recently. Yeah, I'm I can't not, gonna, I'm not jumping on. Okay, I'm looking at this. This is good. Um, three teams left. Eight. It's from the, the top SEC. what? 
50. Top 50 of the RPI. SEC has eight teams. You've got Tennessee at four, Auburn at seven, Bama at nine, Kentucky at 19, Texas A&M at 39. All right, I'm going to go... I don't know. I just... I. 50 is... I got to go South Carolina based on last night. Game's end. I uh, know. Uh, okay. South Carolina is the last to crack the top 50 at number 48, South Carolina. Okay. This does, and I'm glad you qualified. This is up to date, including last night's results. Yeah, yeah. So now you have one through five, Tennessee, Auburn, Bama, Kentucky, Texas A&M, and then you have number eight, I'm gonna USC, so you're missing... Uh, I don't know why, because I don't understand this, and I hate these little things, but you like them. Six and seven, you're missing. I don't, but I'm going to say, and I, I'm probably wrong, but at least I'm going down with my boots on, because I keep seeing them as first four out, so I'm going to say Florida somehow is in the Florida's 50. number 46. Yeah, okay, so they squeezed By it. By the way, FSU, 84 in That's the net That's weird. Well, would you, you pick if Florida played Florida State right now? i pick Florida. You would? They beat the holy... Yeah. Daylights out of them. Right, let me look at. So it comes down to basically. Yeah, one team left. They're number forty in the net I've rankings. Done, I've done very well here. Oh, you've done excellent. I thought you. I think I gave the one that would have gotten you off. I, yeah. I, you know yeah, yeah, that yeah. would have been a tricky one. But there's two uh, again. And I don't it, know. Are you down to two? What are the two that you're down? I'm not looking at the SEC I have, team. Okay, I have three. You have three there. And I will say it's definitely one of these three. Okay. It's going to be either LSU, Georgia, or Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I know it ain't Arkansas, Vandy, and Missouri. Okay. Let me go. I'm going to go. I'm so gonna, I'm, I'm going to see. What I don't have their schedules in front of me, so now I'm based it on LSU. Jerry told me LSU's no good, so I'm going to. They're eleven and seven and three and two. I'm gonna eliminate them. Georgia beat my FSU. You said they don't care. LSU's ninety two, by the way. Okay, I'm eliminating them. I'm for some reason. And they I don't, would be the, the the two you have remaining are outside of Ole Miss. They are the two between. You know. Uh, I'm gonna go. I I I'm gonna go Mississippi State. Mississippi State number forty. Talk to me. Talk to me. I see you, my boy. Eight for eight, E. Number four. And I bring this up because that's a big bubble game tonight. Back bubble to your original issues. point. Yes. We bring it full circle. Florida, Mississippi State tonight matters yes. in the O-Dome. All right, let's take a break. It's Cal and Chuck Accessories uh, Tuesday. Hey, look who's here. It's the Murph. Daniel Murphy, Murphy Power Hour. Brought to you by ITP Partners. Talking ball, talking football, talking all kinds of things. Talking sports with Murph. But Hall of Fame stands out to yeah, us. Yeah, for sure. We got into a little bit of it, not a debate, but a little back and forth. It's hard. I, I, I think, think it, a debate you can be swayed. Yeah. Like I can't be swayed off of one. Todd Helton, Hall of Famer in your mind. Let's start with that one. Yeah. Okay. Tell us why. Uh, I was looking at his. I was looking at his. He gets to about sixty wins above replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like that Larry Walker. Kind this of is new it. baseball, by the way. This is what I, I was know. talking about. This I, is what I, Murph yeah, brings because I, I don't. I look well, at. Three sixteen career batting average. I go, ooh, Hall well, of Fame. If we look at some of the the counting stats that mm-hmm. that have have gotten you in, you know, mm-hmm. three thousand hits, no brainer homers type mm-hmm. of thing. He doesn't have any of those. Well, th- those are the long. Nobody's getting those anymore. I mean, they're just. But he played in an era where they still did. He ooh, played dude. in a, Helton. He played in an era where yeah. first basemen were hitting forty five a year. Um, the yeah, all star level, the the top of the top. And I mean, if you're a Hall of Famer, you're the. I, to me, if you're a Hall of Famer. You're the best at your position while you played. This guy may have been fifth, sixth. No? 
I hate to argue you because you forgot more baseball than I no, know. No, no, no. From a fan's perspective, I, I, there's some certain things I can't get past. And on the road, this dude's an average ball player. Uh, he gets dinged a bit for being. I just looked now. He's got about 55 wins above replacement. Um, 287 on the road, 855 OPS. Um, uh, just 142 of his home runs came on the road. He's like a half the player on the road on. I mean, that ends up being the argument. You know, and that to me is his. Well, it, tell us about Colorado. It's like playing on the moon. Yeah. I mean, but how does it give us the advantage? The advantages are, for the offensive player, the ball doesn't perform the same way that it does at sea level. It just doesn't. It doesn't move left to right. It doesn't move east and west. So your two-seamers, your sliders, anything that— Easier to hit. They're flatter pitches. It's just it doesn't move as much. So is that as big a factor as because we always think, well, it's the altitude and the— and the carry that you get that, on the ball. That's next. So you have a massive amount of space um, at Coors Field, 340 down the line, 410 in center. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of outfield. So there are there are base hits in front of the outfield. Mm-hmm. The ground is a bit harder just because you're at elevation. In the mountains. There are base hits on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then there are you still get rewarded for the balls that you hit well because of the altitude. But it's real. It's really more offense than home runs at Coors. Mm-hmm. So for somebody like Helton, it's not that it would have – Provided him more home runs, more offense. But so that 316 may be a little padded. I mean, I'm like the only one that went to Denver and his career batting average <laughs> went down. I'll explain it that way in two years. So like it's, uh, it's an offensive haven. So I seem to miss it. <laughs> I just, his numbers, are, and I guess everyone can have them, but Colorado is so different for everything you said. And these are just his splits. And I am in no way not saying Todd Helton's not a really good ball player. Oh, I, get I just, it. he never. Struck me as like fear, like as an opponent and a fan. I never, I ne- it's not like Juan Soto was coming to the plate. Joe Maurer, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, because we're, and then it's the argument: Are you big hall or small hall? And I have heard some of the statistics that were that less and less players are getting in over okay. the years now. So, okay. with the way the game is changing and how players are getting used, what's your definition you know, of Hall of Famer? Hmm. Like what to you? Like here's it's like a, pornography. I don't have a definition, but if I see it, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only you could make that comparison. You like here, like when I went to Cooperstown. By the way, Daniel Murphy on display at the Hall of Fame at Cooperstown. For sure, a lot of his as uh, well. He should be got a little booth over there, man. That was very chilling. I enjoyed that. Very. Have goose, you been? Bumpy. I haven't. Oh my man! Well, your kids get a little older, you'll go. Yeah, yeah. Get the trip up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the greatest. It's so much fun. But now, anyway. does the Murphy? Exhibit does it stay forever, or do know. they have ones that they move in and out depending on the time I don't of know. year? The one that would go in and out. Each of the in, the people that have gone up there for the last couple of years saw your text me and oh, yeah. said, I, I, I took my picture with the Murphy Hall of Fame jersey, bat, all kinds of stuff. That you, when you got on that streak, I walk into that, but the room where I walk into the room where the plaques are, mm-hmm. and I look at, I think it's like two hundred and some odd plaques, something like that. Is that think, how many are in? Yeah, and I think about the thousands and thousands of people who have 20, played this timeless 21, game. 000, I think. Um, that is hall. That's, I mean, it's the elite of the elite. You're talking to me. I mean, if you're talking to 21,000 right. players, I think have I mean, played in the big leagues, and there's about 200. You're talking about one one percent or so that have gotten in. When I think of a Hall of Famer, uh huh. I think I do have a bit 346, of 346. A... By the way, I'm sorry. Okay. 346. So probably about well, 346 20. elected members, 273. Former players. Okay. Because we have executives, managers, and 10 and it, umpires. Mm-hmm. 10 umpires, Murph. Name yeah. one. Show me one. Oh, um, <laughs> Harry one. Wendelstadt, maybe? Uh, um, maybe his. Mm, I'll think of one in a second. Okay. Oh. 
But when it but comes, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. no. As far as the Hall of Fame, I, I I look at it two ways. I have the production that I like from the advanced analytics, like mm-hmm. wins above replacement. So Utley has got a he's got a pretty good case kind of going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then where that may let's see, fall a bit short, if that doesn't just get him in on that mare, like you know he's a no-doubter, then I go to the counting stats as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, Helton's got, he's got almost, he's got 2,500 hits. Mm-hmm. Now, some of that is inflated yeah, yeah. a yeah. bit by Denver, but between that and the 55, and also, if if you're going to ding him in Denver, you just, you're going to be hard-pressed to get somebody with the Coors, like, with, that is a rock. Got Larry Walker in already, but his Larry, numbers translated to other places. Yeah, so the, I, he's a much better offensive player than Helton. Yeah, he could hit. Helton was just a good player. I'm, I'm shocked. I'm, that, I'm, not a, I'm like shocked said, that I'm, Helton's in. That's what I'm. It's more surprise. It's not disdain. It's just I'm shocked. Two more. Two more this class. He thinks he is. So Billy that changed my mind. Favor. I like Billy. Yeah. Because as well, and and just watching and listening a bit is the the relievers were not certain how to how to gauge him. Yeah. Billy's the second. I saw like the second most productive. He's uh, like Mariano Rivera numbers with 900 innings yeah. or something like yeah. that. And His ERA, he has like the best ERA plus. Yeah, so that's an OPS plus type. Let me of ask thing. you a couple yeah. of questions about again. Well, let me get one more. Okay, yeah, sorry, uh, thought you were done. In fairness, Andrew Jones is he a Hall of Famer in your mind? Yeah, he is okay. to me because the defense mm-hmm. is ten straight gold gloves. I mean, that's I don't think they're factoring that. I just I, I don't know. Here's I get this was a list. And oh, I oh, 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 I'm sorry. This is Andrew Jones. I just to follow oh, yeah. up to yours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We I came across this list the other day, Daniel, and I understand that in today's analytics, you can find guys and put them. You can put Blaine Gabbert on the list with you know Patrick sure. Mahomes if you try sure. hard enough. Correct. But in the history of Major League Baseball, there are only four dudes mm-hmm. that won ten Gold Gloves and hit four hundred homers. Mm-hmm. And, Willie, and Andrew Willie Jones is one, one of the four. Mike the other Smith. Willie Mays and and Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. and Mike Smith, Schmidt, yeah. dude. If you're on that list yeah, of that list. production. It seems like he should be 90% this year, and let's move on. Andrew but. Jones, uh, uh, better baseball player. They get him on the counting then, stats. Is he a better baseball player than Carlos? But they didn't Carlos. get Helton 17 years. Yeah. It annoys me. So the Helton one gets, because Todd has twenty over 2,500 hits. I do, I'm looking it up. Andrew, yeah. Andrew's got less than 2,000, which would be new. Does he? The yeah, less, well, that, that's a low number. The less than well, that surprises would be me. New, but now his now but he's his, got the home run numbers. His analytics because of the defense is sixty-seven. The it war, puts him, yeah, his war puts him, you know, three seasons ahead of kind of yeah. Two or three seasons I just ahead think of Andrew is, Jones is Helton. Is Andrew Jones better player baseball baseball? Who would you rather have on your Carlos team? Carlos Beltran. Oh, they're real similar, but I I think I take Beltron to be honest. How they take Carlito? Yeah, but he gets lowered percentage. They're the same. A lower percentage. If you than look Andrew yesterday, right they got now. almost the same. They're Did right they? behind each other. They're right next to Carlito each other. Okay. Maybe still trying to wash off some of the the. Also fair. The, that's fair. Yeah, Astros that's fair. Situation. Yeah. By the way, uh, Doug Harvey is in the uh, umpire in the Hall of Fame. That's the guy I was trying to think of. Uh, the only other one that Andrew I... Andrew Jones got 61.6. Beltron got 57.1. Okay. They're right behind each other. Uh, Nestor Shylock. Do you remember him? No, I don't. No, I do. Bill Clem. I know. I've heard of him. Bill? They call, they call Jock him O'Conlon is yeah. the one I remember. If you I w- call Bill Clem catfish, he'd kick you out of the ballgame. That I have heard. Because <laughs> he said he had great. a mouth like a catfish. The other thing is, did you happen to see the... Um, Liver lips, they called him back you know the who day. that? You know who that John Boy guy is? Yeah, I've been watching that Did you see him do... He was doing the Mets-Orioles 69 World Series. He was just, it's interesting how baseball's changed through the years, and he was just pointing some things out from it. It was really interesting, but one thing that stuck to me is like the umpire, the home plate umpire, if there was a strike, it's this. Yeah. And then I was thinking about what was the cat's name who first came on? Was it Dutch Rennert who gave us the 
Stray. I, I don't know. Umpires are so on my okay. last nerve. Right. I, just, I, know, I can't stand it. He was. Other. He was. There's one guy came. I think it was Dutch Renner came along. And I think just, it was Leslie Nielsen. Is yeah, who it was. I know, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Be careful about that though, because once you start that, that's you got to do that the whole career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole career, man. And we got to take a break. Let's Not come back. Yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah. the Power Hour officially oh, yeah. uh, going. It's it's what it's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday here on Ten Ten XL. All right, we're back with the Murph man talking some uh, baseball past as we looked at the Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame voting went on yesterday. Uh, you know, I think Billy Wags only has one more year. Yeah, his last year. Yeah, you get ten. Up. You get ten shots at it, and then, and yeah, then the chefs for last year. This uh, year. David Wright stayed on the Number ballot. Number five stayed on. I sent uh, him a shout text out. on the group text. Shout yeah. out, stay on the ballot, David. Fantasy football, pretty macho. Yeah, pretty macho yeah. to stay on the ballot. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, yeah. it's fine. He's not a Hall of Famer, but he's a no, Hall of Famer but to he's us. He's going to be one as well too. When you start arguing now, just with the how are we going to start judging this new era of baseball that we have? Mm-hmm. When you look at David's peak, right. It's really impressive. I don't think he's he's not going to have the bulk. Right. But his peak and someone like Chase Utley, because right. Chase from 05, he he peels off a five-year stretch yeah. of productivity that is I hate elite. that guy. Fair play. Yeah. No um, no disrespect. I, but yeah, so David stays I'd spit on. spit on him if I saw him. Um, That'd and, be wrong. Uh, oh, my. Keep it low. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to tell you. So when they were looking at the uh, – you want to talk about baseball's change process. So they're looking at the 69 World Series, and there's a play, a ground ball to second, runner on first. Oh, yeah. And Frank Robinson went into Buddy Harrelson like, no, I mean, it wasn't, dude, it was five feet past yeah. the, I mean, and Harrelson threw it to, and he jumped over and it was no big deal. Yeah. That was the way the games played. Mm-hmm. They changed that one. I mean, yeah. you know, I guess it's just the money, the salaries and guys getting they hurt. Want, but, you know, those, I mean, we, that was baseball, man. You took out the the shortstop or second baseman, bro. We use player safety when... Yeah. You know the players aren't on the field for something like that. You were in the kind of the the, the yeah. middle part of that. Who 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 gave you the? Who, do you remember one where somebody absolutely obliterated you? Oh, I, <laughs> I ended a season of mine in 2011, so okay. I was on rehab and then had been optioned. So I need to make sure when I got okay. hurt, I was a AAA player in 2011. Okay, so I had gotten hurt in spring training. Okay, rehab for a month and then was a rehab for a week and was optioned. So okay, I'm in AAA okay. in call it May. Okay, maybe six weeks. Triple A being where we were in Buffalo at the Buffalo, time. Buffalo, okay. And um, I'm trying nothing to, like Buffalo in April. Yeah, I'm trying to learn how to play second. Yeah. So I've been practicing a little bit while I was rehabbing, and I'm out there in a game. I think it's my second game. Uh-huh. And I get, I get walloped on a double play. Yeah. And that was it. End of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and how did you? I mean, like, what's your emotion when it happens? Like, do you want to punch the guy, or are you like, um, that's part of the game at that point in time? So I thought of you it remember? this way. So I actually was a former teammate of mine. The previous season, we had played together in the Arizona Fall League, okay. Leonard Davis, and he reached out and texted me. Okay. Um, it was it borderlined and probably went over the line of mm-hmm. being like d- you would call dirty, though he's not dirty. Just okay. the way he got me, I got you. The way he went over the bag and he yeah. kind of rolled me. Yeah. But also at the same time, I volunteered to go out there to second base, uh-huh. and I need to protect myself. Yeah. It's, it's a, fa- it's a fascinating thing how it's changed, but I mean, I, I'm t- I'm telling you, I still like wish we would go in there. Yeah, let's go. I mean, him. I'm let's telling you, Frank Robinson, he didn't even slide, man. He just went right at Buddy, and Frank Robinson, big dude compared to Harrelson, little short. Well, I mean, this is how much it's changed. We've made the bases bigger to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's just, well, you it's, know, and that's why I hate Utley. Utley I broke Ruben Tejada's yeah. leg. I, mean, I didn't help. Yeah. Did um? I know I didn't help. Stop, Murphy. Ever batted right-handed in a game? Nah, not uh, in the, I'm just saying in your in life. Mm-hmm. 
Did, when did you go from switch hitting to did you bat both or just every once in a while you'd hit right handed for a just a, for a lark? Yeah, just for a lark. Yeah. And I wish I would have done it more, not because yeah. I thought I would do it for a long time. Yeah. I just think it's really healthy for your body and your brain to go the other direction. Of course you do. You know Children what? The, run the bases backwards. It'll be fun. You guys, you guys know the last this is a good question. The last yeah. switch hitter to win the MVP. It's become a lost art. I mean, there really aren't chipper. a whole lot chipper? of good it's not chipper. There's been one since. One since. Joe Maurer? No, was he a switch hitter? Left. I think he was just lefty. Just left. uh, NL East. I don't remember this guy as an MVP, which makes it harder. I do not remember him as an MVP. What team? Huh? What team? Phillies. You remember this guy Shane being the MVP? Victorino got one? No. no. Who Jimmy? Else is? Jimmy Rollins won right, yeah. MVP. Because yeah. he's, he's another one that um, the analytics don't love Jimmy. Mm-hmm. But the 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 counting stats, he has a lot of counting stats. Tell people when you say analytics versus yeah. counting stats so, what you mean. All right, we'll say this way. Like, the, the analytics kind of is a baseline. If you were to judge someone 50 or 60 years ago and you, they were hitting 300, it would be assumed, like, they're a productive player. The the data for, you know, offense just goes a layer or two deeper. Depending so, on what, what the era is. To your peers. Yeah. It compares you to your peers. And so as offense goes up, the same offense that would have been productive 30, 40 years ago is not as far ahead of your peers. I got so you. for Jimmy, I think his if I would say it is he didn't hit for as much power and he probably didn't walk as much. That's those are the as, ones that as, get you offensively. Yeah, I got you. It's um, the, the walks and the power. I bring this up because there's video of uh, this. I say this about the guy Acuna. I know Hicken hates him. I do. But he gives back to the game. He goes home to Venezuela with the legitimate reason because these people can't ever see me play. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes, he's a, he, he's become a hero in, he's in Venezuela. Yeah, he goes back and he, he plays. But he's been, been messing around with some switch hitting. You know, I some saw vi- him swinging the video. other day. Oh, really? So what do you think of the swing? took four swings. It took him, the third one went out, and then when you watch that fourth one, you just see how quickly his body will adjust yeah. to what he wants to do. I, I think it's beautiful. Well, do, is it wrong for me to not want him to switch it? <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing? Oh, no, I think it's beneficial to him. To do it? 100%. He, he tried to do it in a game once in 2021. He went up and, and, and Snicker saw him with the yep. left-handed batter's helmet on, and he benched him. So uh, Anthony Rendon hit a home run switch uh, left-handed Don't bring in a him big up. league game. He's yeah, dead. yeah, I remember that. Huh? What's up with Tony? Yeah, you like Tony? Idiot. Oh, Tone. Tone wants just, to shorten the season. Did you see that comment? No. Yeah, they asked too long for it. Yeah, if you were, here's a guy. <laughs> Go for it. Tone deaf, right? You Tony break, deaf. You, yeah, you break the bank, you get a deal. And you haven't really earned and it. And you haven't earned a freaking penny. Hold you on, act like an ass. That's not how our industry okay, works. I'm sorry. See, no, 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 no. I'll do respect. He, no, no, no. It's not. Uh-huh. It, he earned it because we work forward. Fair enough. He hasn't, he hasn't played. He okay. hasn't played. In- you act like an ass to the fan base. Dumb. What did he and do there? So that's, he started jawing it. Uh, so he got into it with an Oakland fan opening day. We don't know what the Oakland fan <laughs> has said. I will say he's he's been more unnecessarily prickly with the media yes. than he needs to be. And then and then he yeah. they ask him if there's one thing you could change about the baseball season, <laughs> your commissioner for day, what would it be? Oh, I'd shorten the season. That's like the that's like the Gator guy saying we're gonna have Scott Strickland ask him a question. How'd that go, by the way? <laughs> Was that yesterday? Yeah, did did you say that? Ago. Did you say that after it already happened or before it was going to happen? He was introducing it, so send me your questions. So and the boys did, and oh, it was, it was oh yeah, that's right. We read those. So Murph, I'm looking at this now. You hit career average was two. Were you two ninety eight? Two ninety six. I went to Colorado at two ninety eight. Okay, yeah. and then you <laughs> <laughs> figure, hey, I finished three hundred. I thought I might get to three hundred. Yeah, My yeah. goodness. <laughs> um, so, and this is why it's you know when I say career three sixteen. 
We talked about all the different baseball players. Career hits for you? 15, 40, something like that. Yeah, so you qualify. If you had hit 300, and and by the way, your batting average is still excellent. Again, we're talking 177 players. Have hit 1,500 hits and hit 300? 300 or better, including Oyster Burns, who I've never heard of. I love Oyster Burns. Yeah. Is that a dish? Like, is that a seafood okay, delight? So with the, Can I get the oyster burns, please? Probably. Enough plate appearances in our yes. history. 177 guys have a 300 yes, plus Yes, dude. That's I it? I thought it'd be more than that. Yeah. I would, too. I thought it'd be more than that. Robert, you would have tried harder? Roberto <laughs> Alomar. Mike Trout's hanging at 301. He better keep going. Did you ever? Was your career average ever above 300, do you remember? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think because, so well, either. Because I, go, I went to D.C. in 16. Yeah, that's where you got started. A big one, right. And then 17... Almost won the batting crown. We have like three forty something that year. Second in the batting crown, and then and then in eighteen, I was right around three hundred the whole season. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, I might make a rush out here in this offensive paradise, but mm -hmm. they weren't passing out those jewels to me apparently. (laughs) All right, Murph, uh, you're a baseball historian. Give me the top one, two, three, four, five best batting averages in the history of the game, please. Hi, Cobb. Ty Cobb, number one. He's four something, isn't you want, he? You want Shoeless no. Joe Jackson. 366. Shoeless Joe, 356 is third. Ted Williams. Ted Williams is sixth, unfortunately. The no, game no, ends. Oh, the game 344. ends. 344. Oh, wow. So is Lefty O'Doul on there? Lefty O'Doul is a good guess, but uh, he is not in there. You got, you're forgetting Rogers Hornsby, who you yeah. know. Who, Rogers Hornsby, I think, hit 424 one year. Yeah. And the so, range. 366, 358. Shoeless Joe, 356. Big Ed Delahenty. Okay. Who I think he would have been like 1880. I think Big Ed, if I'm not, I mean, Big my, Ed Delahinta, you speak of, is like we watched him well, in Monday Night Baseball. This, this dude's is a, from like the bro, teens. But I think Big Ed went over the, I think he went over the falls. Oh, the I'm not gonna, that's how that's how it. I, that's how he died? I think. Just I'm for a, fun? Or I'm not did, sure. I got to look it up. Did the canoe get away from him? I may be speaking or? out of turn on Big Ed. Rest in oh, peace, Big Ed. Miss, Trish, oh, wait. Trish, actually, Trish, that was Trish, just Trish, an episode Trish, of Family Trish, Guy. Okay. My wow. No, was, somebody did. I, let me see. I assumed it was Ted Williams. I need to. I should have known better. Ted Williams, you know, they froze him, cut off his head, and played soccer with him. A <laughs> <laughs> dastardly family he had. I mean, I am the greatest, dude. He did. He got it. This guy today is going to died when he either fell into the Niagara River or swept away in the falls in early July 1903. He kicked off a trained by the train's conductor for being drunk and disorderly. <laughs> Sounds like Big Ed. Big Ed, man. Man, you know you're a kid. Hit, though. When you go down, when, when, when it ends for you going over the Niagara Falls, you lived a hard life, buddy. Yeah, I don't care how you got there. Yeah. If at any point your behavior has landed you in jeopardy of going over the Niagara Falls, you're doing life wrong. Big Ed was doing life wrong, but he could hit, man. Murphy what could about hit. Murphy? Is, up that, a ball, Murph. is that team issued? What is that? What's that? He's got a Colorado oh, Rockies yeah. with his name My Murphy on the. This. Oh, your wife got yeah. it. Okay, I thought maybe they handed you all one when you it showed up at spring training. Comes with our. With He's our got a big backpack. Yeti, a Colorado yeah. Rockies Yeti, with his name it comes on. With it. our backpack and camp. When we did. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> a couple of juice boxes, some goldfish. Uh, he's the greatest. He's the greatest. <laughs> Murph, what is? Uh, uh, there's a lot of guys without homes yet. We're your <laughs> auntie now is a ball player. It's yeah. We're going to February. Pitchers and catchers are around the corner here. Are we going to have to have a? A uh, uh, a spring training for the for the players for the players who go, aren't signed style. again. Yeah, lockout style. Are it's, we going to need that? What do we got going on here, brother? The owners aren't conduct. They're they're not. Have doing you looked at wrong. the best guys that are out there? Are there so guys that worst guys right now? Are the kind of the top four? Well, like so four came off felt, the board yesterday. So those would have been what the relievers. So Chapman comes off. Hater, Matt Moore, Matt Moore, and Matt Moore, the uh, Matt like which Matt Moore left handed, not the Matt with the race. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like in the bullpen. Fifty now. years old now, no. or. 
Matt Moore was a good young pitcher in like 05, dude. Yeah, yeah with the Rays, it's him. Yeah. Nine million he got. Yeah, Can I get an million. age on Matt Moore? Go 30. I watched some pitch. I'm going to say 30. Oh. No, I'm going to say 50. Hmm. <laughs> You're going to say Jamie Moyer. Yeah, no. I'm going to say, pitch. no, but Matt Moore, honestly, I feel like he's been in the league 20 years, and if he got in at 34. age 20. Is wow. it must, might be a I, I trust Bingo. you. Well, that was a guess. I watched him pitch in the in, in high A when I was rehabbing. When at one point, Matt Moore was going to be the man. Yeah. Like, he's a very yeah. high high ceiling prospect. He must have gotten injured. Reese Hoskins signed with Milwaukee yesterday. Yeah, yeah. a one-year deal one with, option, with a option. player opt-out. Yeah. And, so, and, and what you're seeing now is I don't, the teams aren't going to blink. There's yeah. too much inventory for them. For them, there's today. a lot so of guys here, wait. man. I'm looking at all these guys who are out there. Can right you imagine now. in today's day and age, if say, um, give me a baseball player, a current one, Just anyone, name one, name an all-star level player, Francisco Austin, Lindor. Austin okay, imagine if Francisco Lindor this Austin offseason nice job. Jay, got stop. got like the news broke today, uh, news out of uh, Buffalo where Francisco Lindor was kicked off a train for being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what it would be like back in the day? Oh, that's just baseball. I'm just going to go see the falls now. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it. My man fell into the Niagara River. Swept away. Swept away over the falls. Swept away. Career 340 hitter. In a, don't know if he climbed in the barrel or not. I don't know what he did, yeah, I but again, your life has gone so far it. off of its plan again, if you though, go over the falls. As I, I, I've said this story before, but it, this, you have to those, be an explorer to go over the falls. Like you have, it has to be a surprise to you that they're there. Along those lines, it's to me that the all-timer is the babe getting thrown out trying to steal second yeah. in the bottom of the ninth of Game 7 of the World Series. Yeah. I mean, imagine care. sports talk the next day. Don't give AF, What man. the hell is Ruth thinking, <laughs> Ross? I'm ready to get to I the, hate him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Imagine put, New York, that, the fan that day. On. Oh, my God. Man. <laughs> We're down a run. And- now, listen, see, I like Ruth. This is the next guy. <laughs> it's unbelievable, man. So, all right, let's do that. We'll take a break. We'll keep going. We'll talk some Jags with Murph when we come back. This is uh, the Murphy Hour Power, Power Hour brought to you by ITB Partners. You're listening to the Daniel Murphy Power Hour presented by ITP Partners on 1010XL. All right, we got our boy Murph in here for a few more minutes. Talk a little uh, football. We've talked a lot of baseball, Hall of Fame, current baseball. Um, not as excited about 2024 as I should be. I watched the East get better, and I watched my team kind of spin their wheels. And, hey, 2025, 2025. Listen, I'm 60 years old. Yeah. Give me 20 more seasons, I'll be happy. That's, well, that's, a, that's a countdown. Well, the, David Stearns <laughs> with the Mets, he came out and said he expects them to be you mm-hmm. know, competitive in the playoff race. Yeah. It's just but he's... A couple of them starters better have career years. Well, they say that then. in a lot of cities, too, in fairness. Fair, a lot man. of dudes saying yeah. that. But I think with, with the Mets, is like as a Mets fan, if I were to say, you, say yes. to you right now, is that so you have Cohen, you know, Steve Cohen has come out and said, like, basically the bank is open yeah. um, for the players that you deem worthy. Right. David... Um, I think deems less players worthy for big outlays, kind of. That just seems yes. to be his history. And, I and also it's understand, where he comes from. I do understand you want to find out if the young kids can do it. At some point, mm-hmm. you got to find out. you got to put them out there. But And I think that, that, that as well, and the last thing I'll say is that when Yamamoto was available, you know, the Mets went out there and they were going to get him, give him $325 million, which yeah. shows you that when the proper player yeah. comes, yeah. they're going to extend themselves. Yeah. I just think that... David thinks that less players are the proper player to extend yourself on. I get it. Um, 
But there's also good players out there for ten million bucks, and I'm like, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, no let's, such thing as a bad one year deal. I hear you. Correct. Well, I mean, just give me a couple of those. Give me a, you know, give me a, a Reese Hoskins like deal, you mm-hmm. know, and I'll give you, you know, and I well, get. Yeah. If you look at it, if you're the Brewers, and this is what the the teams have done, just I'd say a good job of. If you're looking to get production from players for for lower mm-hmm. prices, mm-hmm. is so Reese is a free agent. He's coming off an injury, but. It's not unreasonable to think that that Reese would have gotten two or three guaranteed years without right. needing the opt out right. five, ten years ago, ten mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. So he gets the one year, the two year deal with an opt out. So it's one times seventeen, unless he wants to do another seventeen million. Mm-hmm. If he has a wonderful season, the Brewers are ecstatic because you had a wonderful season. Now they're a little disappointed because you're going to be a free agent and they lose that production. But at the same time, Pete Alonso hits the market. And you have more players that are going to be out there with you, which yeah. are going to lower prices. The only thing I'll say, and and this is where I do also don't agree with, and, and listen, they know more baseball than me, but like, let's say you were convinced your numbers, your scouts all told you that Dylan Cease and you got control of him for two years and you think this kid can really help us. He can be our number two or number three, mm-hmm. even maybe developing, I don't know. I got a backup catcher as a first round pick from Georgia Tech who is not going to play in New York because of the kid we got catching now what at what point and and he's put up some good numbers in the minors now so his so okay you can have him we got a good system now Mm -hmm. I got a couple three kids that I think teams would like I don't understand why you know what's the point of and then you hold on to him too long and then he like and then he doesn't perform then what so what give me that thought process of holding on to a guy who if you got a guy in front of him who's 21 years old and hit 25 home runs in the bigs last year as a catcher is going to be a, a star, we think. Yes, yeah, it's, it's looking that way. <laughs> I'm, I mean, how long is he, do you think he's going to stay on the plate forever? No, but this kid is probably older than because he went to Tech. Okay. He might be mm-hmm. 22 and our guy's 21. Yeah, I think that is – then I would say that they're not getting the, the value that they want on the catcher that's there. Might, um, yeah. And also, I think Stearns is going – to going to lend himself to, to want to keep the, the younger players and just supplement with free agency. Whereas when, 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 when Cohen has come in, in mm-hmm. order to try to win quickly, mm-hmm. you, you went free agency, which you can give yourself a chance. It's just unsustainable. And, that, and, and, what, and what David is going to do there is, is he's just going to – he wants to get, it, he wants to get the system done properly. Uh, turn into football for a second. When your baseball season ended, what, what, what did the – and you leave, so you may not even know this, but does does the skipper and the front office do an end of the year presser? Yeah, and I believe the the GM speaks. So will you go yeah. back like the next day? We would clean our lockers out, yeah, and then some of the media may catch you. They there. may catch you there. Um, it yeah. seemed like that's what happens in in with in football. That's what happens here. in football. And yeah, they clean out Coach the lockers. Doug they give us an, spoke. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but since then, we haven't we haven't I haven't heard from the GM from the, from the Jaguars. Seventeen days, and I looked up. You know, I looked at like. The Jets, Joe Douglas, the Saints, Mickey Loomis, the Broncos, uh, uh, George Payton, the Browns, Andrew Berry, the I mean, I can go down the uh, the Buffalo Bills, Brandon Bean, uh, guys who, when their season ends, the GM meets. Last year, two days later, after the Chiefs' loss, uh, the GM met with the media. I, I, it's odd to me that we've gone 17 days now and no GM. Is there nothing to discuss? There's definitely. Plenty to discuss. It sure looked like it with the There's ball a, games I went to. There is a long, long list Start to discuss. With that Cincinnati one. Yeah. I mean, a long list I to mean, discuss. Players. Maybe we just don't know, but maybe Trent is in one of those games of tag, like the movie. 
You know, and okay. he's just got to stay out of sight in case oh. a former associate okay. GM and okay. you know Baltimore tags him or something. It's it's hiding is what it is. It's cowardly at this point. Well, I just it I really is. I don't you're being know. A, you're being a coward. Well, I like to give the seventeen ben- days. I like to give the benefit okay. of the doubt if maybe there's something going on. I don't know, but mm. we have not heard. Yeah, it's weak. From from the GM yeah. and I, I it's weak on the again, or, it's an organizational weakness. By the way, I don't I don't care. I mean, uh, the fan yeah they've, they've, has a right to hear from I agree and hear what the plan is and hear what happened. Here, here's and, where we came from. Yeah, you know you can go. Here's back. what we you thought can, happened. You can go back two years if you want to take those achievements as well too, and then bring them in. But here's where this season was. Here's where we are, and here's where we're one going. thing about the Jags is they're very tight lipped down there. So it's very it, so and 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 listen, I'm it's fine. Uh, Doug Peterson doesn't offer up a whole lot in terms of the one-on-one relationships. Shad Khan will never talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, publicly he will, but I mean, he will never let you in, and that's fine. But I'm, but there are rumors of of rifts and who's hiring and who's not hiring, and is there? Yeah. And listen, if that's happening, we gotta. This is the M.O. of Trey right, Balky. We heard that this is what happened yeah. with Harbaugh. We've heard this. Is well, how in he fairness, is. in fairness. We can sit there and say, well, you know, Trent, look, Harbaugh, Tom Sula, Kelly, Marone. I mean, we go down the list here. The coaches change here a lot under you. I think if you were to go and do a poll right now of mm-hmm. just, you know, Jaguars fans mm-hmm. of do you feel from what has come out? And, mm-hmm. and when here's another one I learned as a player, too. When you don't speak to the media, then you allow the media to speak for you. Correct. Um, and so now. Correct. So now if you're if you're um, a fan and you were to pull them and say, does it feel like everyone in the building for your taste is all pulling in the same direction? Mm-hmm. I'm curious as to what that poll would say. And if they're wrong and it says that you feel like things are jumbled up, well, then come out and tell us here's where we're going. Here's where we've come from now. It doesn't mean everybody's going to believe you, but at least you come out and, right. as, as an organization I, and tell everybody where you're at. Is it fair to be – I mean, as a as a ball player, as an athlete on a pro team, do you think above your GM – is it fair to, like, start to, like, like – like I don't know what the word – I don't want to say trust. That's too big a word. I'm losing confidence in my ownership. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the owner that has to move on things. We want to win a Super Bowl as soon as possible. That's how sports work. We wasted a year of Trevor Lawrence. We made no improvements from one year to the next. If I owned a football team and I hired a GM, <laughs> you would not be. And we were on the and we were on, and we were here. You'd be firing guys mid-season, <laughs> brother. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Hey, but you'd be a quick. Oh, oh, he'd be quick. Only Steinbrenner. Only, boss. Yeah. Only deserved. <laughs> only deserved. at the moment. Yeah. So let me ask you this. <laughs> If you were, I know, I just in fairness, since I've been positioned as the erratic one, if you were the owner of the Jaguars, would you earn the erratic title? I'm asking you a question to this specific. So you'd ride Balky another year for you. Well, there you go. No. I didn't say anything more outrageous than what you think, for the record. Balky would have been gone a long time ago, though, if you were the owner. Right. I would not have, and and by the way, Some players would get cut, but yes. I, I would not have changed. We would have coaches. There'd be, a, there'd be a game, honest to God, there'd be a game where we don't have a kicker. I might, <laughs> I might You'd be an analytics darling. Then I would get like the player going for it. Remember when the players' association came after Tom? Yes. Like they come after me when I literally like leave a guy in the city we were just yes. in. Yeah. Like I would like if I had a kicker who missed a thirty six yarder, yeah. his ass would get home on his own. Can you call up Mr. Prosser and ask him where the kicker is yes. today? We don't have one. We left without him. We left him there. I cut him. He's a grown man. 
Yeah, that's it. So Jeff, Bill but Prosser, for sure. Mr. Prosser is playing center today. I don't care. Put no. Bigsby there. No. He can't do anything else. Yeah, no, I would draft. Yeah, I would I would be an awesome GM. You Oh, I'm talking owner. I'd be an awesome owner. Too. I'd be even a better owner. Yeah. yeah. Even better. I'd be great. Murph, you'd love playing for me. Guy like it's you, just, I'd pay. You know? You'd it love just, it. It leaves too much <laughs> speculation, Lo. You feel like, it I feel, does. I feel, how about this? I feel like there are things the organization has to say or about this the fans want to hear. Yeah. They might not like it. Yeah. But we got we to go talk to them. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like anything hasn't happened either. We got the defensive coordinator has been relieved, and we have a new staff in coming in, it looks like. Mm -hmm. There's things to talk about. Are you uh, are you coaching this this spring? Yes, I'm out with the Blue Claws. Okay, uh, the youngins, nice. Yeah, and then my how uh, many boys? How many of the boys are balling for the? Mur how many Murphy boys are balling? We have two, two playing. Yeah, so we have uh, my oldest Noah is doing flag football and baseball. Okay, how um, old is Noah now? He is nine. God, he grow fast. Oh, that's crazy. And then our six year old Drew, he's balling out at Jack's Beach, which it brings back such memories. So much that's, I sandlotted out there yeah, against man. them in All Stars. It was bigger. Like, the infrastructure is less out there. They have the golf course there. I don't yeah. know. We used to have baseball fields on that. Really? Where the driving range is. Wow. Because uh -huh. I, yeah, I think back to Drew Drew and then uh, and well, you do for, too. Well, for Murph and his kids and then everybody else who's doing it, just, just savor every minute, man. You'll oh, miss it's the it. best. I mean, all the great thrills that I've had, at, you know, Gators is, Braves that, this yeah. game that, nothing tops your own no. kids ever. Yes. It never will. That's yeah, 100%. They were yeah. running around last night. Keep it fun. Have a, have a ton of play. Keep it fun. And, um, enjoy yourselves. Don't kick the bucket. I kick the bucket. Try one. not to Don't step in the Don't get thrown out either. of a slow-pitch softball game because you're That's chirping. It. I did. I never got kicked out. I didn't get kicked out of an upward basketball game, but I did get put in timeout, <laughs> which I think was worse. I'd rather get kicked he out. Was dirtiest, like a man. Or he was the dirtiest he coach in history. He got suspended for a week. Yes. Right, rightfully so. He got suspended. Rightfully so. Yeah. so we Don't all, be yelling at my kids we, like that. Don't we, be yelling like that. We no. all have our crosses to bear yes, in, our yeah. coaching, in the coaching world. So I, let me give you, Daniel hasn't heard my kick the bucket. All right. I kicked the bucket. Literally. I'm coaching third base. My kids, we're 10 maybe. 10, 11, 11, 12. I don't know. They're, it's pitcher. Mm -hmm. And we've come from, you know how that level of baseball goes. We, you know, we've come from 7-2 down all the way to 7-6 in, mm -hmm. in the last inning. And um, I got a little kid. His, Kyle was his name. I can't remember his last name. Reefers maybe. I don't remember his name. Shout out, Kyle. I got a little lefty. And he's a he's a... He's a gritty little ball player. Mm -hmm. Not big. Not so. He's relatively smart. He's got he's, kinda, he's a gritty little ball player, yeah. right? Uh -huh. Like he, uh -huh. he'll never make all star teams based on his brawn and his thing, but his grittiness. You have a guy yeah. like that, right? Mm -hmm. And I go to him like the other team now. You know, now it's about winning. It ain't about fundamentals or anything else. Mm -hmm. and the other dude has walked five guys in a row. Mm -hmm. So I take, I, 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 I turn to my guy. I, you know, I go, I time out. I go, I talk to my guy Kyle, little lefty. <laughs> I'm sitting on the, you know, the bucket at third base. You know, mm -hmm. coaching third. Walk over to him. I said, "All right, throwing us any strikes. You know, we I, I need you to take a pit. You know, takes us yeah. takes a picture. Let's mm -hmm. get a walk. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. First pitch, Daniel, two feet over the catcher's head. Whoosh! She swings at it. I can't. I can't believe. It. I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm just. I can't believe that my smartest, grittiest player. I just told don't swing, and he swung. Man, and I get up. He's like, and I. And I kick the bucket I'm on, unaware that it's full of baseball. So now I have kicked oh, a, a bucket oh, yeah. that has spilled baseballs all oh, over the yeah, field. Bad. And, then my, and then my man, the ups, who, contrary to what you might believe, love me, he comes down, he gives me a talking to. It was him. Yeah. It swung right at three, three, 
Coach Prosser. Three pitches, three strikes, game over, by the way. Uh, hey. Coach like Prosser, it. I'm here to swing. <laughs> right? My daddy told me yeah. to swing. No, and, that's, and, and you know what? That's not him. Right? That's not him. That's not this kid. Some kids, you accept that. You know you can't even uh, tell them that they're going to swing. And I don't mind Yeah. in theory. But the fact that also, again, if it's down the middle and you get a little antsy. When it comes down the groove, John McGraw did that comes, to one of his players. He said, told him right before the ball was coming to not swing, take. And the pitcher heard it, so he threw one, and the guy hit it out of the park. And McGraw's getting all over him. He goes, I couldn't help myself when I saw the ball just coming down the groove. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I guess, believable. I guess Kyle's pitch didn't come down the groove. <laughs> no, Kyle's pitch was literally over like over the umpire. It was like three feet high. Yeah, just crazy. Loose. He's maybe guy. I, then I thought, well, maybe he understood me. I said he thought he was supposed to swing at anything. Thought that was a suggestion. I don't skipper. know how yeah. he got that. Hit but and maybe run. That's I don't know. know. Yeah, uh, he's our guy, Daniel Murphy. Uh, Murph, great Love to see Murph. you, buddy. Great Thanks. Guy. This favorite is, uh, hour of the week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll we'll make the turn for home next. Now the two minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com/careers. Equal opportunity employer. Morning, Tone. Good morning. Jaguars today getting ready to rock and roll here on a hump day Wednesday. What are you guys cooking with? Johnny O for the second hour of the program today. Mm -hmm. Uh, He'll be in with us. And our question of the day today asking, knowing that free agency can change everything. Yes. Which position group do you think the Jags are most likely to address with the 17th pick in this year's draft? Your options in the poll today, cornerback, defensive line, offensive line, wide receiver. Yes, 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 and yes. They got one pick. Oh, we don't have four picks? Which is the most likely there at 17. That's a great question because it, you'll get uh, – that to me sounds like a very even response to Probably. that to that yeah. question. Are you bothered that uh, – we? one of the things we've been talking – and a lot of people have been talking about it, uh, about Balky not meeting the media. Is that odd to you? Does that is that something that, you know – what? Does it make you wonder at all what's going on? No, I'm not surprised yeah. by it. Yeah. You know, I know he met the media last year, and I still mm. can't remember. Did he yeah. meet the media two years ago? I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. I was looking yesterday because I was looking at all the GMs who have met the media at the end of the season, and there's a lot. I mean, I, I, I routh Joe Douglas and Mickey Loomis and Brandon Bean went right, yesterday right. and Andrew Berry in Cleveland and the guy in Denver, Peyton. Or, uh, so a lot of these guys have do this, and I, I just – I don't know. It's, and, right. and he did do it last year, after the, but it was after the playoff game, and I don't know if he did it two years ago. Yeah, it's a great, great season. I don't know if he was doing it two years ago yeah. when the clown stuff was coming out, yeah. right? Like, yeah. and, and that whole thing was going yeah, on, and his job may have been on the line. Yeah, like, and I would get that But we more. had him, though. With the, Here's the one thing, too. We did have him, though, when the coaching hire was that year. So they spoke in the offseason because he of did. that. He mm-hmm. did, but it wasn't right after the no, season. No, 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 I, I know that. I can't remember if he did right after the season. I don't think he, I don't I, think, he I did. think because yeah. they were looking for a coach yeah. and everything had gone wrong. But and it was, look, I get it. Fans want to hear Trent Baalke yeah. have to put his feet to the fire a little bit from the media. Like That's all they want. I, it's not going to change anything no, in right. the organization. I do, I do think more than retribution. I think there's this expectation to get answers when you're – when you have expectations, you have a relatively good year. They're, you know, like four and thirteen. Well, we'd like cares? to hear his perspective. I think he should meet yeah. the yeah. media, for yeah. sure. Right? Like, I think he yeah. should. I think at this point, it's not going to happen until we get to the combine. Combine, and we'll hear from Trent Balky. That's kind of kind of interesting. Well, have a great show. Thank you, Mike and Tony, coming up here momentarily. Uh, e.
Now, today's takeaways brought to you by Key Buick GMC, where our family dealership has been helping families buy vehicles for over 50 years. Jeffrey! I, I think the tennis match that would have brought the most attention and been the most exciting would have been number two ranked Carlos Alcaraz against the top seed no- Novak Djokovic at the Australian Open, but that won't happen after Demil Medvedev beat the number two seed Alcaraz this morning. Didn't not, get involved that match. It was not Medvedev. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Alexander. Yeah, Zverev. Yes, thank you. Right. Medvedev, Medvedev waits on Zverev. Yeah, I didn't a lot want to, of Evs there. I didn't want to give Ev the credit yeah, over ZV. Correct. Is that fair? Yes, it was Zverev, okay. not Medvedev. E! Be on the lookout for our high school basketball feature that we do called Gook and Hoops. I'm headed to bowls today, fellas. I'm about to go get buckets. So it begins. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? He's going you, to embarrass you against Abby? Yeah, I'm shooting against oh, that. No. Oh, boy. No, I know. I got a strategy. Yeah. I'm, I'm dunking everything. Okay. First of all, you can't dunk. Yeah. You're st- you're so that's a problem. Hey, yeah. TV, chill, TV. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> you can't I can't dunk. get you to run a 20-yard race against this this Marcel. cat that's 50 years old and has been out of the game for 30 uh, years. Let me, let me get And you're these. telling me you're hey, going to dunk. Hey, uh, yep, hey yep. Marcel's in a boot right now. You want to <laughs> race him now? Man, please, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't like it when we turn on him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. All, All right, right. Have a great day.